The Gem City Sports Network presents Central State Marauders football. Today's game is being brought to you by Central State University. For God, for Central, for State. By Profiler Performance Products. By Don Brown Sports Apparel, a big league look for a minor league price. By McAfee, heating and air, any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwest Ohio. By the USO. And by the Gem City Sports Network. Your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. It's an out to the stadium for the play-by-play action of Central State Marauder football. Here's the voice of the Central State Marauders, Doug Brown. Hey, good afternoon, everybody, from McPherson Stadium on the campus of Central State University. We welcome you to Central State Marauder football. It's homecoming, and this place is a buzz. There are people parking all over the place here, having a great time. They're tailgating out in the Beacon Lewis Gym parking lot and all over the uh, the campus here. The uh, parade just got over with. The uh, marching bands are filing in, and they're going to be sitting, sitting across the way. I think uh I see Dunbar over there and maybe Belmont are here. So uh, it's going to be uh, hopefully a great game today. The Marauders come into this game on a four-game losing streak. And we talked to uh, we talked to uh, Coach uh, Porter about it. And we got him coming up here uh, in a little bit. So the Savannah State Tigers, they come into this game with a record of one win and three losses in the conference, two and four overall. They average 19 points, 7 points per game. We give up 25.2. Central State, on the other hand, they are 0-3 in the conference, 1-4 overall. They average 20 points per game and give up 36. Last time these two teams met, we weren't even on the air. They met back in 2005, and Central State won 28-27 down there at Savannah State. The, uh, the, last time, the last time out, both teams got beat. Fort Valley State defeated Savannah State 20, uh, 38 to 24, and Albany State 48, Central State nothing. And next up, the uh, Central State Marauders they will take a trip down to Atlanta as they will take on the Clark Atlanta Panthers, and Tuskegee will travel to Savannah State. We had a chance to do some uh, do some player profiles. We're going to have those for you. Right after this, You're, and then also a uh, we talked to the coach, so have that for you right now here on the Gem City Sports Network. We are your source for Central State Marauders athletics right here on GCSN. Become a donor and believer in the mission of Central State University. Help CSU thrive for years to come. To learn more, go to www.csubelievers.com. Our new funding website is safe, easy to use, and can be easily accessed from any mobile device. Visit www.csubelievers.com. Become a CSU Believer today. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. 
And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Back here on the pregame show, we are here with Montego Johnson, and we had your brother on last year. Uh, yes, sir. Did you hear the questions from last year? Do you remember the questions from I last year? I think I remember the questions from last year. whole different. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so you're from Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, sir. Uh, what, what high school did you go to? Uh, Cedar Grove High School in Ellenwood, Georgia. Okay. What's the nickname? What's the, what's the nickname of the school? Um, like Marauders or? We wasn't the Marauders. We were the Saints. The Saints? Yeah. Okay. But you had a lot of fun when the Saints came to town and played the Falcons, didn't you? Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those games be big, always. Oh, yeah. Always. Okay. Now, we're going to ask some uh, questions here. And uh, I know you listened in on some of them last year. <laughs> totally. There's, there's some of them that are different. All right. Okay. What What is your major and how's that going? Uh, business marketing. And it's going good because I've been around really business my whole life because my mom, she owns about three businesses so oh yeah i kind of been around shadowing her so that's just something i've been around my whole life okay you're gonna you're gonna go back and help her out then uh yes sir okay that's the plan all right you give her a shout out <laughs> uh when was how old were you when you first started playing football i was five years old and what what do you what position you play i started off playing running back Oh yeah, I've been running back my whole on the offense side my whole life. <laughs> you ever <laughs> played defense? Uh, well, I played running back and cornerback, but oh okay, you know, literally running back really get the most attention. Uh, of course, so yeah, your feet didn't hit the ground going for that first down. Yeah. First <laughs> <laughs> and now that you played college football, what did you take away from last year? Um, what I can take away from last year is you saying is like the team as a whole. Yeah. Um, something I can take away is I feel like we coming into this year more in a positive mindset and just coming in way more positive and we've been getting a lot of recruits to really help us out and I feel like this year gonna be special. Yeah, I noticed on the on the uh website that there was a lot of players and then a lot a lot of new players and uh, does that give the competition does that give uh, you a lot of competition? It do and it makes sure it keep me like keep going, focused. yeah. It keep me focused because I know I can't slip up because it's always somebody else that can come uh-huh. replace me. So one play away, yeah. <laughs> so that just keep me motivated and keep me at a high standard every day. Okay, if you had a chance to talk to a recruit, which you probably have here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was one thing that you would uh, tell them about Central State? One thing that I would tell them about Central State is that this is like a family, like. Every this is like a family orientated school, and like we everybody is just really connected with each other from the offensive side, the defensive side. Like we all love and respect each other. Even with newbies coming in. Uh, yes, sir. Okay. We're real welcome, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What did you like about the travel last year? About the travel. I know there was a lot. The I gotta say the hotels. They always kept us in real good hotels. <laughs> so uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you like going to, back to Atlanta then? To play oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite color? Uh, blue. Okay. 
Everybody's saying blue. <laughs> Every, black or blue, but that's been my saying, favorite color my whole life. What? The, <laughs> okay. Blue. What was the school colors that you were uh, for high school? Um, blue. Blue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, if who is one per, one famous person that you would like to meet, and what is one question that you would like to ask him? Um, Denzel Washington, and I would like to ask him what keeps him going, what motivates him to wake up, and do what he do every day. Okay. Uh, now that you've been here for a year, this is one of the tough ones. Well, I've been here two. <laughs> well, yeah, you've been yeah. here two years, but Coach Porter's been here one. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you, uh, in one word, describe the coach? Positive. Okay. He comes in with a... You didn't hesitate with that. Yeah, positive. Okay, if you were invited to a TV show, a sitcom or drama or movie or whatever, which one would it be? Not Maybe not a movie, but a, a TV show. I would say... Can it be ESPN? Uh, it's, that's or, not a sitcom. Well, all right. I, well, a TV show, I would say. You know, like, say, like Friends or mm-hmm. uh, one of the, one of the dramas on, like NCIS or. I got a thing on that. I'd <laughs> probably say All American. Oh, okay. All yeah, I like American. that show. I like that show. I wonder what happened to it. Uh, yeah, I I really. It just, it, it, it just stopped. Yeah. You don't know what happened to that. No, nah, I'm sure they will continue it on. Though. Well, yeah, because it was a true story. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, what is your favorite video game? I see Madden. Okay. What do you like about that? Because it's football. Yeah, I love <laughs> football. <laughs> okay. Who you do you watch a lot of sports on TV? I do. Okay. Well, who's your favorite sports announcer? I see. I say Stephen A. Smith because he keep everything, everybody entertained, and even though he say some crazy things, he keep everybody entertained. Though. Oh yeah, <laughs> he does do that. Okay, after you graduate from Central State, would you like to continue playing football elsewhere? Oh yes, sir. I would like to go to any league. We it's so many leagues now. <laughs> I know. Would you got, what, do you, what do you think about arena football? Arena. I mean, it's, it's just, crazy. I know. Yeah, I mean, it's cool though. It keep you in good football shape and. <laughs> Oh, like yeah. to keep you ready for the next go round or the next car that you yeah. could get. Okay, who's your favorite player? Could be anybody. Favorite player, favorite player. Any sport, any player. I'll go LeBron James. Okay. Now, when you were up in Akron, did you, uh, or Kent, did you think he was going to come down and play or come down and see you? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I really, I really. <laughs> okay, now here, here's one serious question that uh, I've asked uh, the other guys. If someone gave you a million dollars after you get it, after you finish school, that way you don't break any rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you do? What would be the first thing that you do with it? I'll buy real estate properties, and I'll probably buy a truck so and start my uh, trucking company. Would you like? Uh, I mean, when you buy a building or something like that, would it be like an office building or something? Uh, yes, sir. Especially for. Like my clothing brand, and I have friends that have clothing brands too. So okay. I would like to own a clothing store too. What kind of clothing do you have? Um, Go ahead and give yourself a plug. Uh, Family First Clothing. Okay. It's called FF. Okay. Is that, does your mom run that, or is uh, that yours? It's me and my brothers. It's like in the family. So me, oh, and my okay. brothers, my mom. Okay. All right. Um, what is what is your uh, what uh, what is uh, your favorite sports moment that has happened to you in your lifetime? I'll see my first pit six in high school. Okay. That was a real special moment because it was my first. So, <laughs> was that so you know survival? the first one. Yeah. Can you repeat it again? 
What is your favorite sports moment that has happened to you? In oh, your yeah, life? yeah. The pit six in high school. Okay. That was special for real. Was that against your uh, rival? Um, It was the first year that we actually played them, so oh, okay. I won't, yeah. Okay. If you were given a chance to play another sport, which sport would it be? Basketball. Okay, why basketball? Um, I don't know. Basketball is, like, my second favorite sport, so. And basketball is real entertaining. Like, I like to just, I don't know, dunk on somebody. It's real <laughs> entertaining. Would you like to dunk over uh, LeBron? Oh, yeah. Okay, if, if, I could, if I could, <laughs> I would. If you went one-on-one with him, would you smoke him? Oh, no, nah, I can't even lie on that one. <laughs> I can't even lie on that <laughs> Okay, last question, and this is going to be another tough one. Yes, sir. And this is one I asked your brother, okay? What would you do without a computer or cell phone? Um, As of now, I really, I don't say it's a tough one because as of now, I really don't use those anyway. I use oh, really? my computer for school, but I really don't need it because, like, the way I, well, the way we were raised, like, we did everything as a family. Like, we didn't, I got my first phone in, what, the seventh grade? So, yeah, <laughs> my mom, yeah, I did, but, like, it was late from everybody else. Like, you know, everybody get their phones in elementary school. I'm, yeah, my mom didn't believe in that, so. Well, see, when I, when I grew up, we didn't have this. Yeah. We didn't have cell phones. We, didn't, mm-hmm. we had to find a, a pay phone on the corner. Oh, yeah. So if we wanted to make a call, and then we had to pay a dime or a quarter. Oh, yeah. And if we wanted to make a long-distance call, even from our home phone, we had to pay for it. And it didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't cheap. It was, how much, how much were they? What, the phone? Yeah. To cut, to call out. To make a long distance. About uh, two, three dollars a minute. <laughs> a minute. And that was, yeah, that was long distance, and that was just a landline. We didn't have the cell phones. Yeah. So, and, and if you used a pay phone. You only had a couple of minutes. Dang. You only had a couple of minutes. You had to say what you had to say and get off. Uh huh. You had to get it yeah. off fast too. You could you couldn't call Stephen A. Smith and talk to him for you know like he likes to talk you know. <laughs> 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 well, Montego, thank you for coming on and uh, best of luck to you. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, I forgot to ask. What's your favorite team? Um, like I said, I go home team Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Long I got to go home team. As long as you don't say Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Right. What, what's wrong with Pittsburgh? Look at the area you're in. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I yeah you know, I had a couple of guys on here that were uh, that team over there in the black and gold, and I said two words: who day? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. So you know what I mean there. Uh-uh. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Montego. And oh yes, sir. We'll be back with more after this timeout. You're listening to the pregame show here on the Gem City Sports Network. And now a message from Central State head football coach. And now a message from Central State University football coach, Kevin Porter. Our overall vision of the program is really to try to restore the program to its original prominence. I think that we've got a great legacy to build up on and our student athletes, uh, the football players in particular, have a great opportunity this season and into the future to put Central State back on the map as a powerhouse football program. Great day to be a Marauder. You know. 
Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Back here on the pregame show, we're here with Brandon Brock, a returnee from last year. And, uh, Brandon, welcome to the pregame show. Yes, sir. Glad glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Okay, you're from Norfolk, Virginia, right? Yes, sir. How would you find the Central State? Um, man, so or, my pre the previous head coach that uh, uh, there it is. The previous head coach that um, he was from Norfolk. Oh. And, um, yeah, when I came out of JUCO, he had um Bobby Rome, that's his name. When he came out of when I came out of JUCO he had called me down here and kinda eased me into going here, so that's how I, that's how I found my way here, man. Long journey. Yeah, you like it here though. Um, I love it man. Been here been here three years. Um, it's work. It was a work in progress, but I'm glad to see what it's come to now, and it's it's still going, still going up. Is it, does it feel like a family out atmosphere here? Yes, sir. It does. Uh, all family, all love. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we're gonna have some of these questions. And uh, what is your major, and how's it going? Um, my major is exercise science, and um, it's going great. Okay, you want to be a trainer? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, where where do you want to go? I mean, is there a certain sport that you want to do it in, or uh, no, no sport particularly. I'm range. I'm like wide out in anything: basketball, baseball, oh, okay. football, all sports. Uh, how old were you, How old were you when you first started playing football? When I first started, I was five years old. Five. Yeah, actually. So I played before. I played tackle before I was actually supposed to play. Oh, really? Yeah. I played, you were that uh, good? Yeah. Never played. I never <laughs> played flag football ever. What did you play? Or what position? Uh, I played running back and free safety. Oh, okay. That's what you play here? No, running. no, sir. I play receiver. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just testing you. <laughs> you passed. Give him an A on that one, on that question, Coach. Um, now that you played college football, what did you take away from it from last year? Um, You know, I got more comfortable with it. More comfortable playing with bigger and stronger guys, being that my size I'm kind of smaller, so it's just it's fun. I go out there and have fun. I don't I don't think too much. <laughs> we prepare during the week. My receiver coach he prepares us, so we go out there. We know our assignment. No second guessing ourselves. Just go out there and ball. You don't have any uh, qualms about going across the middle. No sir. Okay. I'm going across that middle. <laughs> what's your favorite What's your favorite play? Uh, my favorite play. Uh, I'll just say fit. That's probably my favorite place, a slot fade when we get man-to-man coverage. Okay. And and then you go just take off? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Um, if you had a chance to talk to a recruit, and you probably had a chance to talk to a few of them, what is one thing that you would tell them about Central State? Um, I would tell them that, um, let me see. If you if you come from somewhere where it's like it's a lot going on, I would say this is the perfect place for you because it's kind of peaceful. It's peaceful, like nothing too much going on around here. We're in the middle of nowhere, so if you really come to a program to lock in, I would say okay. this is the program for that. What What did you like to travel? What did you, What did you like about the travel last year? Uh, my I love traveling. I like getting away from school, going to other people's campuses, 
and going to beat them at they, at they field. <laughs> That's my favorite part, scoring touchdowns on they field. Okay. Yeah, beating them like, uh, well, we beat Kentucky State last year yes, here. Sir. Well, we, we beat Allen away. Yeah, okay. It's, and then you beat, uh, was, was, what's it say? Oh, what's selling at Canyon, yes, sir. Yeah. What was it like up there? Oh, I loved it. That was a great experience. I got, I had never been there so ever since I got here, so I, I loved it. It was a great experience seeing the Hall of Fame. It was just motivation, more motivation, fuel to the fire. I just, I was going to ask you if you went through the Hall of Fame. Yes, sir. We, okay. we walked through the whole thing, okay. got a tour. It was great. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite color? Uh, my favorite color? I actually got two. So I like black and I like red. Okay. My two favorite colors. All right. What was this, what was your high school uh, colors? Um, blue and gold. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say that. Oh, yeah. No, no. That, that okay. Blue, I, I, I get blue in there. Oh, okay. All right. Um, who is one famous person that you would like to meet and... What is one question that you would like to ask them? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, let me see. I probably would meet somebody like like Jeff Bezos. Okay. Just to ask him like, how does he how does he manage everything that he has going on? Yeah. As far as his money, as far as his his business, like how does he separate business and pleasure? Okay. Um. Now that you've been here a year, this is going to be a tough one. All right. Now that you've been here for, what, three years? Yes, sir. Two, three years? Okay. And you've had Coach Porter for two. Yes, sir. Name uh, In one word, describe the coach. One word. One <laughs> word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Gotcha. No, you ain't get me. You ain't get me. Oh, okay. I'll probably say coach is. Let me see. One word. One word. I know you can describe him in a bunch of words. But mm. just one. And you're, uh, he's thinking, he's thinking, he's thinking. I'll probably say, well, for me, I say, I say he's trustworthy. Okay. I can trust Coach Porter. All right. All right. Um, what is your favorite video game? Uh, my favorite video game, uh, I have to say, really, NCAA football, okay. college football. I All still right. play that to this day. All right. If you were invited to a, t- a TV show, like a sitcom, which one would it be? Mm. Which one would you like to go to? Mm, see, I don't, I don't really watch TV no more, so I don't know no updated sitcoms. Well, so like a sitcom would be like Mom or um, uh, NCIS. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of them. Law and Order. Law and Order, yeah. okay. The the original or Special Victims? Special Victims. Oh, Okay. You you want to meet Mariska Hark at David? <laughs> 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 right. uh, after you graduate, or uh, part, and that's the next question. Uh, wh- who's your favorite sports announcer? Ooh, favorite sports announcer. Mm-hmm. Right now, I like Shannon Sharp. Okay. Uh, after you graduate from uh, Central State, would you like to continue the football to play football somewhere else? Yes, sir. Where, where would you like to go besides uh, the league? Besides, except besides where? The league. <laughs> I know you. Want, I know you want to go to the NFL, but if you can't make it there, would, would there is there any other place? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, overseas, um, CFL. It's, it's a lot of a lot of leagues you can go to now besides the NFL. What about the Arena League? Yes, sir. Oh, okay, that's wild, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Get crazy, get crazy in there. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite uh, favorite player? Doesn't matter what what uh, sport. Fair, uh, hmm. I'm gonna go basketball. Kevin Durant. Okay. Have you had have you had a have you had a chance to watch him play? No, I haven't. I haven't yet. 
Yeah, you can go over to Indianapolis one. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not playing. Um, now, here's a question. Uh, it's going to probably make you think a little bit, too. If someone were to give you a million dollars after you finish school, mm-hmm. what would be the first thing that you would do? First thing I would do? Yeah. Uh, I would go invest in my clothing business. Okay. Is that what you want to do when you get out of here? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, if you were given a chance to play uh, another sport, which one would it be? Probably box or basketball. Okay, like to box? Yes, sir. Go to a gym lot? No, uh, when I got, when I got time, I get in there. Oh, okay. Uh, what is your favorite sports moment? A moment that has happened to you in your lifetime? Favorite sports moment? Probably had to be last year. <laughs> Tuskegee when I caught I caught a one hand touchdown. Was, was that here? No, I was at Tuskegee. Oh, okay. That's probably my. That's probably up t- top number one right now. Okay. Um, how old were you when you decided uh, what you wanted to do in life? Uh, that's a good question. Like for example, I wanted to. Uh, I've always wanted to do this, and when I was in third grade, this, that's when I decided this is going to be what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to be a Reds announcer, but there was a guy named Marty Brenneman that took over for, for forty six years, and he wouldn't leave. Oh. <laughs> now he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So. Uh, probably say I was probably about when I really knew what I wanted to do. I mean, I knew I wanted to play football, but I was I was probably about sixteen, fifteen when I really, okay. really knew. That's about the normal age when you know kids want to get get into a certain um, program mm-hmm. and they know what they want to do. Okay, now here's the last question for you. This is going to be another tough one. What would you do without a computer or cell phone? Um, I'd be perfectly fine. Okay. <laughs> I I I like to go outside anyway, so I just go outside. Okay. Well, um, Brandon, uh, thank you for coming on. Yes, sir. And uh, best of luck to you. Appreciate and, it. See, I want to see uh, how many how many touchdowns you gonna catch this year? How many? Uh, ten plus. Okay. You heard that, coach. You heard that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Brandon, thanks for coming on. We'll be back with more right after this timeout. You're listening to the pregame show here on the Gem City Sports Network. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org.
Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics, including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web. And back here on the pregame show, Doug Brown with you, and uh, we'll be talking to the uh, coach here in just a few minutes. Central State and Savannah State getting set to do battle on the gridiron about a half about a half hour away from getting started. So I hope you uh, enjoyed the uh, pregame show. The we've had a we had a great time doing the. I forgot my mouse today, and that's what that's the problem. That's why all the the screw ups so far. <laughs> so sorry about that. Um. But anyway, the uh, Savannah State Tigers, they come up from Savannah, Georgia, and uh, they played Central State one time, and that was uh, back in 2005. And Central State won that game um, 28-27, and a good one. I would think that this was going to be another good one here today um, because both these teams are so similar. Both teams like to run the ball, and both teams like to pass the ball. And uh, we're going to get into a lot of it here shortly. Um, as soon as I find what I need to do here. Um, we're going to go to the uh, – talk to Kevin Porter and uh, talk to him about today's game. And wait a minute here. Uh, let's see here. I had another one ready to go, another uh, player profile. The guys just love doing those things. I mean, you know, we'll do it during the basketball season, too. But, uh, yeah, they, they love doing it. And, uh, oh, here we go. We're going to go uh, do a, an interview with Jeremiah Flores, a new guy that is in town or is, is here for the uh, first time. And uh, if I can get this set, working right. I will have it for you. And then we'll also have the uh, coaches interview here in a few minutes. And uh, so we'll be right back with Jeremiah Flores right after this timeout. You're listening to the Central State Marauders on the Gem City Sports Network. And now a message from Central State Head Football Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag. Back here on the pregame show, we're here with head coach Kevin Porter and Coach. Uh, big day today. It's homecoming. Uh, talk about. Sorry about that, folks. Like I said, I forgot my mouse today, and it's just driving me nuts. So, um, I got to redo almost everything here. So, uh, bear with me here, folks. It's just just one of those crazy days. You know, it's uh, it's uh, homecoming, and when things happen, things happen, and. Uh, 
You know, when something goes wrong, it all goes wrong. So just hang in there a minute. Now I think we got it. Uh, now, but you know, today is going to be—it's uh, one of those days where, you know, during the football season, there's always you want to win every game, of course. But this is one of those games that you want to win because it's homecoming. They got fans. They got people coming back from all over the all over the country, all over the world, coming back for today's game, and uh, you know. You see people that yet, uh, some of these people they haven't seen anybody or you know coming back maybe for the first time in a long time. I've met uh, some people back from 1979 and 80 in that era. So, but it it's um, it's always fun to go and reminisce with some of these uh, players that have been here. Uh, you know, they all want to win. They all want to do. Uh, they all want the, the, the Marauders to win. And uh, so we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have uh, Jeremiah Flores on here back after this. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. Back here on the pregame show, we're here with Jeremiah Flores, and you are from Riverside, California. What made you want to come here? Yes, sir. Uh, honestly, the recruiting, uh, Coach Blevins, Coach Porter, my man Coach Irv, uh, they're just very friendly, made it feel like home. So, you know, wanted to play receiver. They gave me a shot. What great? What great are you? I'm a senior. Didn't senior? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay, uh, we're going to have some funny, fun with the questions. And uh, so what is your major, and how is that going? Uh, I actually switched majors coming here. Uh, I got my uh, AS degree in sports science at a junior college, and now I'm majoring in communications. It's going pretty good. It's okay. not too hard. Just you, a lot of work. You want to do this? Yeah, it, this is actually uh, caught my interest, actually. So. Okay, now you're on the air. So. Yeah. All right. Get a little practice in. Yeah, that's right. Uh, how, old, how old were you when you started playing football? Uh, I was about six years old, started with flag football. My brother was uh, in tackling a year ahead of me, so they put me in flag. He was a little bigger. I was a little dude, so <laughs> they didn't want me to get hurt or nothing. But I was over there running crazy. Oh, yeah? Now, uh, what high school did you go to? Uh, I, tra- I went to two high schools. I started at Chino's High School because, like I said, I got an older brother. My, front, my, my mom wanted to stay together, but uh, once he graduated, they allowed me to transfer to Norco High School. That's where I finished my senior year, just better division, better competition. Okay. Uh, now that you play, you've played college football. You've played college football last yes, year. Yes, sir. Where yes. you play at? So I transferred from UCM. I've been moving a lot. Uh, Central Missouri. Okay. Um, but hey, I was. You've been all over the place, then, haven't you? Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Now that you've played college football, what, uh, what did you take away from last year? 
Uh, from last year, it was, it was kind of a tough year for me, honestly, because I was playing uh, defense. Uh, I've been playing both ways of the ball, my best in my whole college career. Um, but going into these final two, I wanted to play receiver, and it was just didn't work out over there. So playing corner, um, I made some plays, not uh, messed up as well. But uh, after that year, I just decided I wanted to put my last year on the offensive side of the ball. And Okay. Now, if you had a chance, you know, you've been here for, what, th- two, three months? Uh yeah, about a semester. Okay, about a semester. Now, uh, now that you've been here, if you had a chance to talk to a recruit, what is one thing you would say about Central State? You got to work. Coming here, you know, nothing's gonna be handed to you. Nothing's gonna be sweet. It's gonna be hard. But if you love football, you love what you do. You know, you got to put in work. Does it seem like a family atmosphere here to you too? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. At first, we were kind of divided, but you know, as a leader, I, f- I felt like I had to bring that to it. So uh, recently, I've just been getting team bonnies and getting us together. So we're working on it. We're okay. getting together. All right. Uh, now, here's gonna be a dumb question. <laughs> Do you like to travel? I love to travel. <laughs> I love to travel. Okay. Yes, what, sir. What did you like about travel last year? Um. You know, just seeing seeing parts of the world you don't ever really see. You know, from California, it's all fast-paced. It's uh, bright lights and everything. And then being outside of it, being in Missouri and then being in Ohio, it's a lot slower pace. And everyone's more friendly. Everybody knows each other and everything. So it's cool. Now, when you were in Missouri, were you in a, a small town like a small, small campus like this? Yeah, for sure. So okay. Missouri, Missouri for sure. Okay. Um, what's your favorite color? <sighs> favorite color? I'll probably have to say blue or purple. Okay. Was that was that the colors in your uh, high school? My Norco high school was blue. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, who was one? You know, being from California, you probably had you probably got to go to L.A. a lot, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, who is one famous person that you would like to meet, and what is one question that you would like to ask him? Mm. Being from L.A., one person I'd like to meet, and it could be it could be anybody. It could be an actor. It could be football player, baseball. It could be anybody. Anybody that's famous. Mm. Not Coach Herb. Not Coach Herb. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I got to meet anybody, I would honestly want to meet Kobe Bryant. Obviously, couldn't really yeah. ask him because of now. But if I had the opportunity, just just what gives him that drive? Because you know, none, nobody worked harder than that man. So I feel like I try to match that. So mm, yeah. Um, now that you've been here for this semester, mm. one word describe the coach. Coach Porter. Yeah. Driven. Okay. The man wants change, and he's going to get it. What's your favorite sports team? Favorite sports team? Probably Steelers. Oh, God. Not a, uh, yes, sir. Do we got it? Is there anybody else here that's not a Steelers fan? Steel Nation, baby. It's Come just, on. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I call them after, after we get off the <laughs> I can't say it on the air. <laughs> Boy, yeah, I tell you what. Brandon Brock was a Steelers fan. Oh. God. That's my boy, B-Rock, man. Steel Nation. Steelers. Uh, okay, when you get out of here, would you like to play for the Steelers? Yes or no? Absolutely. Okay. That's not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play for any team, man. Okay. Uh, if you were invited to a TV show, a sitcom or, you know, one of the dramas, mm. which one would it be? A sitcom. Well, like, well, like, can you give me an example? Of like uh, Mom or uh, Seinfeld. Friends, NCIS. Probably Friends. I'll go, or, okay. or The Office or something like that. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Bunch of jokes. Okay. Uh, who's your, uh, what is your favorite video game? Favorite video game probably right now is either Rocket League or Call of Duty, Warzone. Okay. Uh, who's your favorite sports announcer? Sports announcer, 
probably Tony Romo, the way he reads the game and he can okay. just, you know, insight. After you got after you graduate from Central State, would you like to continue to play football somewhere else? Yes, sir. Like what? I know you. Uh, I know for Steelers, but uh, <laughs> if you don't get a chance to play for them, is there another league that you would like to go to? Uh, absolutely. You know, there's the XFL, USFL, overseas. They're all they're all coming up on their own on their own and as leagues and everything. And every opportunity I can take to continue playing this game that I love. What about arena? I'll play arena too. You know, <laughs> we'll make some shake. All right. Who's your favorite player? Uh, favorite player right now. Uh, it doesn't have to be now. It can oh, be anybody. Anybody? Yeah. I just love receivers, but right now, like Justin Jefferson, just love his routes and everything. But before him, it was Odell Beckham, just the way okay. he gets up and creates space. And he wasn't a stealer. Uh-uh. No, he wasn't. <laughs> okay. If someone were to give you a million dollars after you finish school, that way you don't break any rules, mm-hmm. uh, what would be the first thing that you do with it? First thing I'll do with a million dollars is probably get some investments in real estate. And then after that, make sure all that's straight, and I'll get my mom a crib. <laughs> okay. What is a favorite sports moment that's happened to you in your lifetime? <sighs> Being a receiver, there's so many. <laughs> Making all them good catches and stuff. But uh, probably my favorite sports moment throughout my years is is uh, my freshman year. No, my sophomore year of uh, JUCO. My freshman year coaches had transferred schools. And we got to play that at school. Oh. So beating my beating my <laughs> old coach. Did you score but, any touchdowns? Oh, yeah. I got a pick and a touchdown in that oh, game. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you like that one then. Yes, sir. If you were good to, if you were given a chance to play another sport, which one would it be? Mm, soccer. Or uh, UFC or boxing first, but soccer. Okay. Well, you like you like the boxing, huh? Oh, I've, my, my grandpa was professional. You know, they, they've all grown up. Well, fighting's just been in my family for, for ages. Um, Frank. Uh, Frank. Flores, but okay. um, yeah, he so he him and his brother used to box, but his brother was locked up, so he was oh, okay, yeah, he was known in there, but yeah, he uh, my uncle George, his brother, he was a professional, so it'd be George, okay. How old were you when you decided that you want what you wanted to do in life? Mm, probably around 16, 17, you know, growing up, it was we were moving a lot, like I said, so yeah. always moving and everything, kind of just going with the flow, but. I kind of fell in love with football again after uh, getting the chance to play receiver after high school, and uh, that's that's really when I fell back in love with it. And just, how many places have you lived? Uh, in California, I lived all over. There's <laughs> probably like six different cities right there, and then obviously being outside the state, I've lived in Mississippi for a little bit, um, Missouri, and then now Ohio. Okay. Now here's the last question for you: What would you do without a computer or cell phone? <laughs> Go outside and play. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. sir. Well, Jeremiah, I want to wish you the best of luck. Uh, Thanks, sir. And uh, go Marauders. Yes, sir. Go Marauders. We'll be right back with more right after this timeout. You're listening to the pregame show here on the Gem City Sports Network. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics, including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. 
That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Yeah, back here on the pregame show, Doug Brown with you, getting set for the Savannah State Tigers and the Central State Marauders, and we uh, don't screw this up. Uh, we'll get the coaches on here. The coach, uh, and here we go. Let's see here. So here's a here's the art, my interview with the coach just a little bit ago. Back here on the pregame show, we're here with head coach Kevin Porter and coach. Uh, big day today; it's homecoming. Uh, talk about today's game. Well, it's a big game, obviously a conference opponent. So, uh, anytime you play somebody in conference, it's always uh, it always raises the the level of awareness and uh, the level of the competition. So, you know, Santa State. Uh, it's a similar team to us, really just trying to trying to push their team over the top, and just like we are, you know. So, you know, we've got to we've got to come out and play much better than we played the last two weeks. Like I said, we've been able to, you know, early in the season, the you know against Tuskegee and against Allen, you know, were right there and lost some close games, and then it seems like over the last couple of weeks we just kind of let go of the rope, you know, so we've got to, we've got to be better, um, this week. And I'm sure Savannah State's saying the same thing about their program. So, uh, should be a good football game. Uh, our kids are ready to play and we'll just, uh, go out here and kick it off and see what happens. Uh, talk about the Savannah offense and defense. What do you look for out of them? Uh, offensively, you know, they're, they're pretty balanced. Uh, they're one of the, a few teams in our in our league in our conference where the quarterback is the leading rusher, you know. So we've got to be uh, we've got to be ready for that. Uh, the quarterback's a good football player; they do a good job designing quarterback runs for them. So we've got to be prepared for that. Then on defense, uh, they're going to play uh, they're going to play a bunch of zone coverage and just force you to throw the ball in the tight windows. And they've got two two really good interior defensive linemen that can really be disruptive. And uh, if you don't pay attention to them or give them the attention that they need, then they can, they can wreck your game plan. So we've got to be uh, got to do a good job with our guards and our center uh, playing against those two guys. Now you, you said that uh, the offense, uh, that they like to run the ball with the quarterback. Uh, do, is there any certain guy that, that's going to keep an eye out on him, or uh, is it just going to be 11 guys out there keying on the quarterback or looking for the quarterback to run? Yeah, no, it's, it'll, it, it'll be a collective effort. I think that for us, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a function of, you know, if they're running option and things like that, you know, when he pulls it, we've got to tackle him and get him on the ground. Like I said, he's a he's he's a good football player and he's good with the ball in his hands. Uh, sometimes he'll uh, make plays by just moving around and finding somebody open. So, uh, you know, our goal is to, like I said, keep him in front, and then when we get a chance to tackle, we got to get him on the ground. Is that is that uh, con- 
Is that a confusing offense like the wishbone? Sort of. Uh, it's it's similar. You know, they'll run some some uh, some lead option. They'll run some load option. Um, so yeah, it, it has uh, characteristics of those wishbone teams, flexbone teams, where they're bringing a the guy in motion and riding the riding the running back down into the line, and then the quarterback pulls it and he can either run it or pitch it. So. You know, we'll see some of that today, uh, and it's something that we've uh, spent some time on, time working on. It's not the, it's not the kind of offense that you can prepare for in one week. So we've been looking at it for a couple of weeks, but we, uh, you know, we'll see how uh, how our kids react to it. You know, I think it's been a been a point of emphasis this week that the quarterback will run with, with the football. Well, coach, uh, good luck to you and uh, happy homecoming. All right. Thank you, Doug. Good, good talking to you. We'll be back with more after this time out. You're listening to the pregame show here on the Gem City Sports Network. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Back here at McPherson Stadium, getting set for the kickoff here in about uh, maybe five minutes, or no, nine minutes. So uh, once again, let's go over the pregame stuff that we went over before, about an hour ago, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, Savannah State comes into this game with a record of one and three in the conference, two and four overall. They average 19 points per game. We give up 25. Central State, on the other hand, they are 0-3 in the conference, 1-4 overall, and they've lost four in a row. They won the first game against Mississippi Valley State up in Chicago, and uh, since then, they've had a tough time of it. Last, uh, they've been, uh, they've, like I said, they've had a tough time, well, last couple of games anyway. Uh, Central State beat Savannah State 28-27 in 2005, so, and that's the only game that they've played. Last time out, Fort Valley State defeated Savannah State 38-24, and Albany State, well, you all know about that one, 48 nothing at Albany. Next up for the Tigers, it'll be Tuskegee. That'll be, home, that'll be at home for Savannah. Central State will take to the road and head down to Atlanta to take on the Clark Atlanta Panthers. The remaining schedule is kind of favorable for the uh, for the uh, Marauders. Next week they take on Clark Atlanta. They are 0-5 on the year in the conference, 0-6 overall. Lane, who will be coming in here on Senior Day, they are 1-4 in the conference, 1-5 overall. And Kentucky State, they're 0-4 and 1-5 overall. The uh, other games today, Miles is at Morehouse. Clark Atlanta is at Shorter University in Georgia. Edward Waters is at Tuskegee. Kent, uh, Kentucky State is at Lane. Allen is at Albany State. 
The standings in the uh, SIAC go like this. Benedict is 4-0 in the conference, uh, 6-0 overall. Fort Valley State, they just lost the other day to uh, Benedict. They are now 5-1 in the conference, 6-2 over, or 5-2 overall. Tuskegee is 4-0, as is Albany State. Tuskegee 5-1, and, one, and uh, Albany State 4-2 overall. Allen and Miles are both 3-1. Allen is 4-1 overall, and Miles is 4-2. They've turned things around, Miles has. Uh, Edward Waters is 3-2, and 3-3 and three and three overall. Then comes Savannah State, and then Lane is right after them. They are 1-4, 1-5, like we said. Central State is tied for 10th. They are 0-4, along with Kentucky State and Morehouse. And Central State 1-4, Kentucky State 1-5, Morehouse 0-6, and and then finally Clark Atlanta at 0-5. Offensively, the Savannah State Tigers are 10th in the conference in scoring offense and 5th in scoring defense. Central State is 12th in both categories. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have more after this timeout. You're listening to Central State Marauder Football on the Gem City Sports Network. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Hey, sports fans, you all know Don Brown. He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley and have met many of you somewhere along the line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGQ TV. Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, or equipment embroidery, or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. And back here at McPherson Stadium, that uh, commercial slid in there. It got past me. It's going to be on a couple more times today. But two weeks ago, uh, Don Brown was a good friend of mine, a very good friend of mine. And uh, he helped me out get getting me jobs at um, getting my, my job at uh, Channel 22 and Channel 45. We lost Don a couple of weeks ago. As a matter of fact, it was two weeks ago tomorrow, I think, is when he passed away. Uh, he always liked going up to Dean Lake, uh, enjoyed uh, riding around on the boat, doing some fishing and stuff like that, and um, we lost a good friend. I called him after the game a couple of weeks ago, and he said, uh, he said, man, I'm not feeling too good right now. He says, I'm just going to lay down and take a nap, and he never woke up. So uh, I miss DB. 
a lot of people miss him. He was a great, he was a, he did a great job for the Muscular Dystrophy Association. He was the host of the local telethon for 18 years and raised over, he made, raised millions of dollars. So, so we're about ready for the coin toss. Uh, sorry about that, folks. I just got a little, you know, I, it just got in there. <laughs> so the coin toss is about to happen. So the captains for Central State are Kendall Boney, Mike White, uh, Dejan McNeil, and Dominic Davis. For the Savannah State Tigers, number 55 in Kyle Frazier, 49 in Jonathan Glover, number nine in Keon or uh, Jaden Adams, and number twenty in Elijah Norwood. As they meet in the middle of the field on the uh, Marauder logo, glad you can join us here on the Saturday afternoon from McPherson Stadium. So Savannah State has won the toss and they have deferred to the second half. Central State will receive. And they will go from left to right on your dial. Central State wearing their gold jerseys with maroon number, uh, maroon pants, maroon helmets. And here come the Savannah State Tigers out onto the playing surface. Savannah State will be in white jerseys with blue numbers and orange trim. And now here come the Marauders. As you can hear the crowd going nuts, I tell you what, it's got to be a huge crowd because they're parking across the street and uh, <laughs> they, they don't park across the street at all. So, getting set for the national anthem. Marching band. So we are getting set for the kickoff here at 
McPherson Stadium. They haven't had a national anthem yet, I don't think. The band is right below us. So, hope you enjoyed today's game. And we're going to have our national anthem here. I think. So, hey, everybody's going to have to sit down, please. You're going to have to sit down. I can't see. Thank you. So, back deep for the Marauders. Will be Brandon Brock and also number 22 in Jermaine Coleman. No national anthem today. Then here we go. Kick is underway, and we are underway. Paul going over to the right side and out of play, out of bounds. As Coleman lets it go out of bounds, it's going to be first and ten for the. It's going to be first and ten for the Marauders at their own thirty or. Uh, well, they're going to kick it over. They're going to have them kick it over again. I think. No, they're not. They're going to mark it at the 35-yard line. Kendall Boney, the quarterback here today, as he has won the job. He has won the job for the Marauders. So two receivers to the far side. One to the near side, and Jeremiah Flores. Also, Brock coming over to the near side now. Boney will hand off and up the middle for a couple of yards is number 30 in Zay Price. Price got the run, and we got an injured. Savannah State Tiger, and uh, I tell you what, the the trainers were out there in a heartbeat. They do a hell of a job each and every game. They don't want to really work during the game. They do their pregame stuff, taping uh, arms and legs and ankles and so forth. But uh, young man is when a young man is hurt, they're there. It doesn't matter what team you are, what team you're with. If they're on the visitor side, those those trainers will help you out. If you're on the home side, the home trainer will help you out. So it's number 93. And that is Michael Beckton. He's walking off okay. Uh, no, he's not. He's limping a little bit, but I'm sure we might see him a little bit later on. We are just underway. 14.52 to go here in quarter number one. Central State has the ball, second down and nine at the 36-yard line. Price, sidecar right. Going to get the handoff once again. Up the middle he goes. Still on his feet. He's got it, got a little. Picks up quite a few yards all the way up to the 
43. So it'll be third and two at the 43-yard line. Third and two. Once again, two receivers to the far side, one to the or one, uh, two receivers to the near side. Boney will hand off again to Price once again. He's got the first down all the way up to midfield. Goes Price. So first down for the Marauders. Looks like Castina is not dressed for today's game. So Price is taking over. It's always next man up. Two receivers to the near side, two to the far side. Price sidecar left for the Marauders. This time Boney going back to pass. A little shuttle pass goes to Price. Price to the 45, down to the 41-yard line. Another first down for the Marauders. Jermaine Coleman coming in. Price will sit down. Take a take a break. 13-25 left here in this first quarter. Central State driving. First and 10. Or no, second and one. Now they pass out to Brock. And he's going to be knocked down at the 42-yard line. See if he's going to make the first down or not. He's close. And they are going to give him the first down this time. Second first down of the game for the Marauders. First and 10, ball at the Savannah State 42-yard line. This time, Brock and uh, Gregory over to the far side. Flores to the near side. Boney going back to pass, fires over the middle. He's got, he's got Gregory. Gregory gets down to the 34-yard line. Pickup of eight, second down and, and two. Central State moving the ball. That's good to see because they did. They were shut out last week. Boney in the gun. Boney going back to pass. Fires over to the near side. He's got Flores. Flores goes out of bounds at the 28-yard line. Good enough for another first down. So another first down for the Marauders. Their third of this drive. 11.53 to go here in this first quarter. Gregory and Brock to the far side. Price back in there at running back. Flores to the near side. They have plenty of time on the play clock as they look over towards the Central State bench. Ten seconds on the play clock. Boney in the gun with Price next to him on the left. Fake to Price. Boney's going to keep it himself. He's got some room. He gets all the way down to the 24-yard line, or 26-yard line. It's going to be second down and about four. He gets down to the 21-yard line. So second and two, or three, I'm sorry, three. Once again, this time Brock and Flores to the near side. Gregory up to the far side. Boney hands off to Price. Price goes left side. He's got the first down to the 15, down to the 11-yard line and pushed out of bounds. Pushed out of bounds by uh, 
Kirk Smith. So it's another first down for the Marauders. Like seeing this out of these guys moving the ball. They've had the ball for just over four minutes. Or three minutes, I'm sorry. Boney in the gun. It's time to hand off to Campbell. Campbell up the middle. It's going to get down to about the seven-yard line. Pickup of about uh, three, second down and seven. Mark, going to mark it at the seven-yard line. Ten minutes to go here in this first half, or first quarter. Coleman in there, sidecar left to Boney. Boney calling the play. Boney back to pass, firing over into the corner for Jeremiah. And it's incomplete. And no pass interference on either side. So it'll be third down. Third and seven. Ball placed at the eight-yard line. 941 remaining here in this first quarter from McPherson Stadium. It's homecoming. A lot of people circle that date and they come back to the campus and Brock coming in motion. Here's Boney. Boning rolling to his right. Boney loses the ball, now picks back up, falls down at the fifteen. So It'll be fourth down. And Jose Chairs is going to come in and try a 32-yard field goal. That is his longest of the year. Jose is 2 of 3. His longest is 32 yards. Kick is up, and it is no good. It was wide to the right. So... Nothing comes out of it, but they, uh, Central State did move the ball. Got four first downs, but couldn't score. 9.05 or 9.06 to go here in this first quarter. Coming out will be some of the guys to watch. Jaden Adams, he's the quarterback. He's got 59 carries for 259 yards, three touchdowns. He also does pass it pass a little bit 88 of 160 or 176 for 1070 or 67 yards seven tds he's also had been picked twice his go-to guy in the running back is shamarcus pool quarterback keeper going and he flips it and a helmet comes flying off Helmet of Deshaun McNeil comes flying off. He's going to have to sit down. And it's going to be good enough for a pickup of eight. Second down and two at the 28-yard line. 8.59 remaining here in quarter number one from McPherson Stadium on the campus of Central State University. Receivers to either side. One man in the backfield. Man in motion. Here's a handoff. Going to Shamarcus Poole. Poole. Stopped at the 26-yard line. Loss of a couple. 
So third down, no gain on the plate. Third down, ball's resting at the 28-yard line. Third and two. Two receivers going over to the far side in Carr and Mitchell. There's a handoff once again to Poole. Poole's going to get to the first down up to the 30-yard line. Here come the come the Tigers. Toss to number 17 in Mitchell. Mitchell all the way up to midfield, up to the 48-yard line. It's out of bounds. Another first down for Savannah State. First and 10 at the their own 48-yard line with 7.23 to go here in this first first quarter. This time in the backfield is Julian Roberts along with Poole. Man going in motion to hand off to Poole. Poole, or no, uh, Jaden Adams is going to hold on to it and maybe lose a yard. He's going to be, he's going to lose a yard. Second down and 11. With 6.45 to go, no score. Central State had the ball, drove down the field, but was stopped on a long field goal that went wide to the right. Pool sidecar right. Hand off to Pool. Pool's going to be. No, it wasn't Pool. It was the quarterback who kept the ball, and that was Adams that kept the ball, and he got sacked back at the. 44-yard line. So it'll be first and or it'll be third down and about 14. Ball at the 44-yard line, with just under six minutes to go here in the quarter. This time, full sidecar left to Adams. Adams going back to pass, looking downfield. He's sacked from behind them. They lose it. Here comes the Marauders. They got the ball going down the field. Number eight for the Marauders. And Carlos Carter picks up the fumble and rambles in. Touchdown, Marauders. So, with 5.34 left here in this first quarter, the defense comes up big. Carter, a fumble recovery. Here comes Chairs out to boot the extra point. Here's a kick. It is up, and it is good. So with 5.34 left here in this first quarter, it's Central State 7 and Savannah State nothing.
So. A 35-yard fumble recovery for for Carter. That got this crowd going, as you can probably hear in the background. So, chairs will kick off back deep for the Back deep for the Tigers, number 32, Joseph Hampton, and number 16, Christian Burks. Wind uh, kind of going from west to east, so it's crosswind. Here today, it's a, it was about 59 degrees a little bit ago kickoff game time. Here's the kick coming down. Going over to the far side to Hampton. Hampton picks it up at about the one. He's 15 to 20. He's got some running room over to the right side. Up to the 40. And pushed out of bounds by E.J. Wash at about the 43-yard line. So see if the, the defense can come up big once again. So first and 10 for the First and 10 for the Tigers, and they will place the ball at their own 43-yard line. So that's where they take first and 10. Three receivers coming over to the near side. Pool sidecar left to Adams. Trips to the near side. Adams going back to pass, looking downfield. Now he's flushed out of the pocket, going after... There's a pass that's incomplete. Pass was intended for Hudson Primus. Or I take that back, Randy Scott. So it's going to be second down and 10 at the 42-yard line, or 43-yard line. 5-10 left here in this first first quarter. 7-0 Marauders. Carlos Carter, a 35-yard fumble recovery. Mike White got the sack. Here's a pass over the middle. And it is going to go to 15 in Colbert. It's another first down for Savannah State. Their third first down of the of the quarter. 445 left in the first quarter. 7-0 Central State. Marauders dressed in their gold jerseys with maroon pants, maroon helmets. This time Adams all alone in the in the gun. He's going to fake it and hand, take it himself. He's to the 25, and he fumbled again. And recovering it this time is Brent Carr. So that's going to be another first down for Savannah State. So it'll be first and ten with four ten and counting here on on homecoming 2023 here at Central State University. 
Band at halftime, as always. Fans starting to fill in across the way now. Two men in the backfield. A.J. Brown, one of them. Adams going to keep it again, going to the right side. He's down to the 15, out of bounds at the 14-yard line. Going to keep the clock running. Three and a half to go. Pick up a five, or make it, yeah, pick up a five. Second five, ball resting at the 15-yard line. Glad you can join us here on this Saturday afternoon. Homecoming, it's cloudy, it's overcast. Now two receivers coming over to the near side. Two men in the backfield. Pool goes in motion. Here's a handoff. Handoff goes to uh, Brown. Brown not going to get anywhere. He's going to lose a couple of yards going back to the 18-yard line. Be third down and seven from the 18. 2.38 remaining here in this first quarter. Quick-moving quarter. Two receivers over to the far side. Timeout called by Savannah State. We're going to take a timeout, too. Your score, Central State 7, and Savannah State nothing back after this. And now a message from Central State University. To schedule a tour today, visit centralstate.edu forward slash tours. To apply to Central State University today, visit centralstate.edu forward slash apply. This message brought to you by Central State University. And back here at Central State, timeout was called by Savannah State. They got the ball third down and eight ball at their own at the Central State 18-yard line, with 2:25 remaining here in this third quarter or first quarter. Come to Marauders out onto the field. Following the timeout. Have the band for you to have. Adams back in the gun with pool sidecar left. Three receivers to the near side. Adams gets the snap going to his right or his left end. They, uh, they were right there as number 88 caught the pass, and that was Elijah Stevens. And right there at, to knock him down was uh, Dylan Purry. So it'll be fourth down. And the they're going to try a field goal from about 34 yards. Kicker's number 27 in... Kenneth Lockhart. Lockhart is uh, 6 of 8 for 75, 6, 75%, and the kick is up, and it is good. 
So with 139 remaining here in this first quarter, it's the Central State Marauders 7 and Savannah State 3. So, 139 left. So that makes uh, Lockhart 7 and 9. As long as it's still 37 yards, that was a 34 yard field goal. EJ Wash going back deep, as well as Brandon Brock for the Marauders, standing at about their own 5 yard line. Lockhart will boot it away. Marauders on the road next week down at Clark Atlanta. I don't know if Clark Atlanta has a streaming channel or not. Kick coming down, and Brandon is going to let it go into the end zone for a touchback. So it'll be first and ten for the Marauders at their own twenty-five or twenty-yard line. Be first and ten for the Marauders, and they are going to mark it at the twenty-five. So going over to the far side is Gregory and Brock. Up to the near side is Flores, and in the backfield is a price. Kendall Boney back in at quarterback. As he won the quarterback battle this week. Hand off to Price. Price up the middle. He's going to pick up about four or five yards. Move the pile. They're going to mark it at the 30-yard line. Pick up a five, second and five. 125 left here in this first quarter. Seven to three. Central State leading it. A pass all the way up and getting the ball is Gregory all the way down into all the way down to uh, the 39-yard line of Savannah State. Central State up to the line of scrimmage in a hurry. They fire back over to the far side. And that's Brandon Brock. He's going to lose a couple of yards. The, the chains weren't even set yet. So it'll be second down. Ball will be placed at the 41-yard line, I believe. Yeah, they're going to mark it at the 41-yard line. A loss of two, second and second and twelve. There's a handoff to Price. Price left, or no, Boney's going to keep it. 35 down to the 34-yard line. He's dropped on the play by Amiri Johnson. So pick up of about six up down to the 34-yard line. 
22 seconds and counting, so they're going to try and get one more playoff here before the end of the... No, they're not. They're just going to let the clock run out, and that's going to do it here in the first quarter. Your score is Central State Marauders 7 and the Savannah State Tigers 3. We'll be back with the second quarter right after this. And now a message from Central State University. To schedule a tour today, visit centralstate.edu forward slash tours. To apply to Central State University today, visit centralstate.edu forward slash apply. This message brought to you by Central State University. ProTower Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, ProTower Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. ProTower Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProTowerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. We do baseball also. And you know that what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. And back here at Central State University's McPherson Stadium. Central State has the ball. Third down, and they're going to mark it at the 34-yard line. Jay Price, five carries, 31 yards, or 28 yards. Here's Price once again, Price up the middle, and he's going to get down to about the 32-yard line. So it's going to be fourth down. I don't think, uh, I don't know if Jose's got the leg for it this far out. Well, he... Might have the wind behind him a little bit, but they're going to go for it. They got to get down to the 29-yard line. They're at the 33. Fourth down. Boney gets the snap, looking downfield. Steps up into the pocket. Now he's going to take off. He's got going to be gets down to the 28-yard line. He might have a first down. So they're going to. So it'll be holding against the Marauders. So they're going to mark it back. Boney was 6 or 7 in that first quarter. 53 yards. Sacked one time. Now they have Keon Bryant in their quarterback for Savannah State. I thought it was 
So now they're going to boot it away. Chairs standing at about 45, boots it downfield. Fair catch at the 15-yard line. Now a little pushing and shoving. That's something that the Marauders have got to quit doing. they got to quit chirping because they're going to get a 15-yard penalty. So it'll be first and 10 for the Tigers at their own 16-yard line. 13.56 to go here in this first qu- or first half. Good crowd on hand as they are starting to fill up the far side along with some bands from around the area coming in. As they usually do here on, on homecoming. There's a handoff this time going to Brown. Brown going to be dropped at the 24 yard or 20 yard line. Chaz Hunter losing his lid so he's going to have to sit out of play. Pickup of three, second down and seven at the 20 yard line. Jaden Adams the quarterback brings the uh, Tigers up to the line of scrimmage. One receiver going to the far side and Deshaun Mitchell coming to the near side is Brent Carr. There's a handoff going to Brown. Brown gets the close to the first down, but I don't think he got it just yet. Gets to the 25. And that's where they're going to mark. No, they're going to give him the first down. Fifth first first down for the for Savannah State. Each team has five now. Going over to the far side is Carr and also Colbert. In the backfield is A.J. Brown. Adams in the gun. Third and one. No, it's not a first down. Third and one. 13-01 remaining here in this first half. Savannah State trying to get a first down. And uh, a fumble. And picked up by the Marauders. Marauders will have the ball. Once again, the guy is Carlos Carter picking up the fumble. So the Marauders in great field position with 12.51 remaining here in the first half. The defense is all over the place here. Here comes Kendall Boney and the crew out. Going over to the far side is Jeremiah Flores. Brock and Gregory to the near side. Brock going in motion. Now he comes back this way. He's going to make a fake. Get, get Boney into the end zone for Price off his hands in the at the one 
broken up by Walter Nelson. So it'll be second down and 10. Ball will be at the 24-yard line. Once again, going over to the far side is Brock and Flores. Gregory to the near side. Price sidecar left. Here's a handoff to Price. Price goes right side. He's got down to the 15, 10, 5, down to the 4-yard line. But a penalty marker comes flying in at about the 22-yard line. <coughs> and we'll see what it, see what the penalty is. Now they're going to mark it at the 25. It's going against the Marauders. Nathan Pickard is our referee. So they're going to mark it back to the 34-yard line. So it'll be second down and 20. Clock running with 12.34 left. Hand off this time to Coleman. Coleman's going to pick up a couple. Going to pick up a couple down to the 31-yard line. No, make it to 32. So, second down, or third down, and 19. Now coming into the game for the Marauders is Talik Battle. He's going to join Gregory to the near side. Boney going back to pass, being flushed out. Fires over to the near side, and it's incomplete. So it's going to be fourth down at the 32-yard line. So we'll see what the Coach Porter wants to do, and he's going to send out the kicking team. See if he's going to... They're going to punt it away. He's got a pretty good wind going from towards the east stands. Chairs will boot it away. Ball comes down at the 18 and stops at the 19-yard line, and that's where the Tigers will take over first and 10. With 11.38 remaining here in this first half. 7-3 is our score. Central State leading it on a 35-yard fumble recovery by Carlos Carter. They just recovered another fumble. That's the second turnover that they've recovered. So they're at the 19-yard line. Adams in a quarterback. Adams gets the ball. He's going back to pass. Looks over to his left. Has a man open. And Mitchell. Mitchell gets the first down and more up to the 30. Let's see where they're going to mark a 32-yard line, it looks like. And they're going to be a little pushing and shoving. 
So it's going to be marked at the 34-yard line. It's going to be another first down, the sixth for the Savannah State. In the backfield now is Joseph Hampton. Hampton's going to get the ball coming over to the near side. And he's not going to get any further than the 31-yard line. Mike White, or no, uh, big number 58. And uh, Ryan Mells drills him. So a loss of two, second down and 12. Ball placed at the 31-yard line. 10.32 10.32 remaining here in the first half. Coming up the half, we'll have the band and also the halftime activities. Adams in the gun once again. This time, Shamarcus Poole, sidecar left. Haven't heard too much from him today. Adams going back to pass. Has time, fires downfield, and it is incomplete. No flags called or no flags thrown anywhere. So it'll be third down and 12 at the 31-yard line. Make it third and 13. So they're going to call pass interference on Montego Johnson. 15-yard penalty. Those flags came in very late. Coach. No, they take that back. The pass was uh, tipped, so there was no pass interference. So it's going to be fourth, or it's going to be third down from the. So 10.05 remaining here in this first half. Ball placed at the 31-yard line, third down. And 13. Once again, Adams is in the, in the gun with pool sidecar right. Adams back to pass, looking downfield, fires it across the middle, and he's got uh, Brent Carr. But Dominic... Davis says you're not going any further than just a yard. So it's going to be fourth down and 11 at the 33-yard line, and the Tigers are going to boot it away. It was a tight one the first time these two teams met back in 19 or back in 2005. So back deep for the Marauders is Jeremiah Flores. Standing at about his 28-yard line. Now he's backing up a little bit. High snap. Balls away. Flores picks it up at the 30, at the 24, gets up to the 25, and that's where the Marauders will take over, first and 10, with 9-11 to go here in this first half. Coming up next Friday night here on the Gem City Sports Network, we'll have high school football as the Eaton Eagles travel to Carlisle to take on the Carlisle Indians in the Southwestern Buckeye League battle. Eaton has already clinched a spot in the playoffs. 
A lot of teams clinched last night. So, Carlisle, they are on they are on that border. They lose, they could be out. They win, they're definitely in. So here we go. Boney back in at quarterback. Price sidecar left. Three receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Hand off to Price. Price going right side. He's going to lose a couple of yards going back to the 24-yard line. With 9.08 to go here in quarter, quarter number two, they're going to mark it at the 25. A loss of one. Second down and 11. Good crowd on hand for homecoming 2023. We'll have the king and queen for you at the half. Boney going back to pass, looking downfield. He's going to be sacked. Back at the 17-yard line. That's going to be third down and about 19 from that point. 8.23 left here in this first half. 7-3, Marauders lead it. Once again, Price now on the left on the left side of Boney. Price is going to get it. It's got some running room. Gets up to the 25. And it's going to be 4th and 11 from that point. And Jared will boot it away. So the Marauders. 7.47 left here in this first half. Back deep for the... Tigers is A.J. Brown. Good snap. Chairs gets it away. Ball coming down. Brown picks it up at the 45-yard line and goes backwards to the 40. We'll see where they're going to mark it at. Caught it at the 45 and went backwards. They're going to mark it at the... They're going to mark it at the 45-yard line, first and 10, 7.24 left. So the Tigers will take over. Good field position. Once again, Jaden Adams back in at quarterback for the Tigers. Nobody in the backfield. Two receivers to the near side, two to the far side, one in the slot. Adams is going to keep it himself. And a penalty marker comes flying in. They were a little too fast. No penalty. They did not set. They're marking 724 left in this first half. So, first and ten, ball at the 45-yard line. Last play did not count. Adams in the guns, all alone. Three receivers to... Adams going to keep it himself. This time coming over to the near side. Now he cuts up field. He's going to pick up one. Going to be stopped on the play by... DeJon Green... 
Time called as we have an injured Tiger on the field. And it looks like it's no, number 74, Anthony Verba. He's sitting up. That's why I can see. And once again, it's close to this side of the field. So the so the trainers for Central State were right there. So we're going to have... Uh, Garth do the queen and king and the court. So it'll be second down and nine as coming off the field under his own power is Verba, which is a good sign. So it'll be second down and nine, ball placed at the 46-yard line. Seven oh seven left here in this first half. Seven three Central State leading it on a thirty-five yard thirty-five yard fumble recovery by Carlos Carter. Adams going rolling to his left, looking downfield, firing it, and way over the head of everybody and hits the track and bounces into the seating area. So it'll be third down and nine at the forty-six yard line of Savannah State. 8.52 remaining here in this first half. That first quarter went real quick like people are still walking across over to the other side. They got one section almost all full. You got bands sitting on in that in there too. Adams in the gun looking downfield flushed out of his pocket coming over to the near side and he's going to get to the 45, and I think he's got the first down. And they're going to mark it at the 40. They're going to mark it at the 45, I think, but they, it all depends on where they're going to mark it. Mark it right on the line. He's going to be about an inch. No, they're going to give it to him. So it's going to be first and ten for Savannah State at the Central State 45-yard line. Six oh nine remaining here in this first half. Seven three Central State leading it. Savannah got their points on a 34-yard field goal from Lockhart. Two receivers to the far side, two to the near side, one man in the backfield in pool. Man coming in motion, pool will get the handoff. Pool gets down to the 30 or, or gets down to the 41 yard line. And they're going to mark it at the 42. So pick up a three, second and seven at the 42 yard line of Central State. Clock running with five and a half to go. Three receivers to the far side, one to the near side. Pool in the backfield. Adams calling the play. 
Adams Adams is going to take it himself, and he's going to be met at the thirty-five or at the thirty-nine yard line. He was met there by big number fifteen, in Chaz Hunter. So here come the Tigers third down and about four from the 39-yard line. Two receivers to the far side, one man coming in motion. Adams going back to pass, fires over the middle, and it's incomplete. Intended for Colbert. It's going to be fourth down. Yeah, it looks like the Tigers are going to go for it. So, fourth down. Clock is stopped with 4.23 left. The play clock is running with 15 left. So, the Tigers are going to go for it. Fourth and four. A.J. Brown in the backfield. This time Adams looking downfield. Fires downfield, and it's incomplete. And they're going to turn the ball back over to the Marauders. I don't think the Savannah State uh, coaches over next door were too happy with that. They thought it was a pass interference. So the Marauders take over with 4.23 to go. First and 10 at their own 39-yard line. Kendall Boney moving to club today. They've had a combination of, of him, uh, Lewis, and uh, Kyles. Boney in the gun. Going to hand off to Price. Price cuts right side, picks up a couple of yards up to the 41-yard line. Second down and eight at the 41-yard line of Central State. Central State, a no-huddle offense. They've done this all season long. Boney in the gun with Price sidecar right. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far side. One man in the slot. And off to Price. No, Boney's going to keep it himself. He's going to roll right side. He's to the 50 and out of bounds at the 48-yard line. So it's going to be another first down for the Marauders. Their first first down of the of the quarter. 3.34 remaining here in this first half. First and 10 Marauders at their own 49-yard line. Once again, Boney in the gun with Price sidecar left. Price will hand off, or gets the handoff, gets all the way up to the 46-yard line, or down to the 46-yard line, and they're going to mark it at the 47. Price coming out, and Coleman coming back in for the Marauders. Kennebrew was saying something to the coaching staff about Price. Boney gets a snap, low snap. Looks downfield. He's gonna. He's got some running room, and then he falls down. 
It's going to go down at the. What are they going to? They're going to mark it at the 45. Third down and four. He had a little more running room, but he went, he took a baseball slide. 2:10 left here in this first half. Third and four, ball resting at the 45-yard line of Savannah State. Boney in the gun. The handoff to Coleman. Coleman's going to get back to the 45, and that's all. It's going to be fourth down for the Marauders. Clock running down with 1.50 to go. Chairs will come in to boot it away. To get another home co- good homecoming crowd here at McPherson Stadium, and a penalty marker comes down, comes flying, and you know, see what it is. Let's see who it's on. Maybe it's on both of them. Though they're conversing out at about the 48-yard line. Here's the call. So, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct against the Marauders will mark it back all the way to the 40-yard line. So, Jose Chairs will be, have it about 15 yards deeper. It's uh, 4th and about 19 at the 40-yard line. Back deep is A.J. Brown standing at about his 25-yard line. 127 and counting left here in this first half. Good snap. Kick is away. Nice high spiral Fair catch called at the 28-yard line by A.J. Brown with 117 left in the first half. 7-3 is our score. So they're going to mark it at the 29-yard line, first and 10 for Savannah State. Both scores came in the first quarter. Carlos Carter... Picked up a fumble, ran it in from 35 yards out. Chairs made the extra point, seven nothing, with 5:34 left in the in the first quarter. And then with a minute four, 39, Lockhart kicked a 34-yard field goal for Savannah State. Thus, that's where we are, seven to three, Central State. Adams going back to pass. He's going to be sacked back at the 30 or at the 29-yard line by Mike White. Mike White was unimpeded, and he nailed Adams. Less than a minute to go here in this first half. Adams in the gun, going back to pass, looking downfield, and has a man open, and that is Poole at the 30-yard line, so they're going to pick up the yardage that they lost on the sack. Timeout called by Savannah State. 
make that Central State. They're going to call timeout. We're going to take a timeout, too, back after this. Yeah. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a Special Wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org. Or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. Third down and 10. Ball will be at the 29-yard line of Savannah State as a B is in uh, Here's a handoff to Poole. Poole going to get just up to the 30-yard line. So it'll be fourth down. Pickup of one. Second, it's fourth down and eight. Central State calls another timeout. We're going to keep it right here. Let you know that coming up at halftime, we'll have the bands and the introduction of the king and queen. <coughs> and then, uh, then the band. The Invincible Marching Marauders. They'll be home in two weeks to take on Lane College. One o'clock kickoff. It's the senior day. And we will have it for you here on radio1.gemcitysports.com. We are your home for Central State Athletics. So kicking it away will be Kenneth Lockhart. Back deep is uh, Jeremiah Flores. 41 seconds left here in this second quarter. Play clock running down. High snap, and they're going to boot it away. It's got a low kick. It's going to take a Savannah State bounce and stop at the 29-yard line of Central State. With 28 seconds left here in this first half. seconds left. So here comes the Marauders out. And Boney back in at quarterback. Three receivers to the far side. Flores, Battle, and Brock to the far side. Gregory to the near side. Boney going back to pass. Flushed out of the pocket. It's going to fire over to the near side. He's got Brock at the 40 and out of bounds. It's good enough for a first down. 21 and a half seconds left. This time... Battle, Brock, and Gregory to the near side. Boney going 
Going back to pass, fires has Brock at the 45 and out of bounds at the 48-yard line. They're going to mark him at the 47 or 46-yard line. 17.6 seconds left. Ball second down and three at the 46-yard line of Central State. Battle coming over to the near side in motion. Now he stops and there's three receivers to the near side. Boney going back. He's got some run. He, he had some running room, but he didn't take it. He's sacked, though. Time called by the Marauders. I think that was number 95 and Justin Gilbert that got him. So Central State calls timeout, their final timeout, with 8.4 seconds left. Third down and five from the, or make it third and four from the 45-yard line. Next week we will have the high school football game of the week as the Carlisle Indians host the Eaton Eagles. 6.45 airtime kickoff set for 7 o'clock Central State will be down at Clark Atlanta next week and then home again in two weeks also next Sunday we will have the playoff preview or playoff pairing show beginning at about 6 o'clock I believe so here we go, 8.4 seconds left in the, here in this half. Boney back in the gun. Gets the snap, and he's gonna, just going to take a knee, and that's going to do it. So your score at the end of the first half, uh, Central State 7, Savannah State 3. We'll be back with more after this. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. of you for your hard work and dedication to Marauder Athletics. Central State University is proud to welcome you into the Hall of Fame class of 2023. Marauder Nation, give them a big round of applause.
And now, introducing the 2023 Student Government Association Executive Board, Public Relations Chair, Amriel McGee. Executive Chief Justice, Denisha Woodall. Executive Chief Financial Officer, Malik Talifaro. Talifaro. And Executive Administrative Assistant, Jaya Jones, along with Vice President, Drayon Sessions. And the 2023 Student Government Association President, Ms. Sydney Grayson. Now all rise as we introduce the college kings and queens. First, Mr. and Ms. ROTC, Jalen King and Wanice Gary. Mr. and Ms. College of Education, Aaron Whiteside and Asia Clark. Mr. and Ms. College of Business, Lizelle Johnson and Lorena Phillips. Mr. and Ms. John W. Garland, College of Engineering, Science, Technology, and Agriculture, Dylan Demino and Shantanae Gray. Mr. and Ms. College of Humanities, Arts, and Social Sciences, Daquan Neal and Michaela Packer. And now for your high court, Mr. and Ms. Freshman, Nassan Jackson and Asia Brown. Mr. and Ms. Sophomore, Christopher King and Amaris Rodriguez. Mr. and Ms. Junior, Javante Neal and Amy Davis. Mr. and Ms. Senior, James Miles Lacking, and Ariana Irving. And the 16th, Mr. Central State University, Mr. Stefan Thomas, and the 76th, Ms. Central State University, Ms. Raven Galladay. And now, if you're ready for the official crowning of the 2023 Homecoming King and Queen. Our Homecoming King, Jeremiah Rogers. Jeremiah Rogers, a junior from East St. Louis, Illinois, majoring in life science education where he maintains a 3.0 GPA. Jeremiah is involved in campus life as a member of the Pirate Ambassadors. And now, your homecoming queen, Blake Young. Ms. Young is a graduating senior from Toledo, Ohio, majoring in social work and minoring in criminal justice. She maintains a 3.3 GPA. She has served as a Pirate Ambassador produced a Black Girls Rock production, and currently serves as a resident advisor. And now we will have our president and Mrs. Johnson do the following for our king and queen. Please crown your court. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's give a big round of applause to our 2023-24 homecoming king and queen and the royal court.
and the Royal Court coming off the field. Band will be coming on shortly, and we'll have that for you here on GCSN, as we always do. Thank you, sir.
halftime here at McPherson Stadium and we'll be back with the second half stat or the first half stats right after this timeout you're listening to Central State Marauders football on the Gem City Sports Network you're listening to the Gem City Sports Network your source for local sports in the Miami Valley the Gem City Sports Network Central State is the most affordable four-year public university in the state of Ohio. With stellar academics and affordability, we provide a high-value education to our students. Profiler, Inc., your local source for custom graphics, including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler, Inc. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. 
Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Back here at McPherson Stadium on the campus of Central State University. Our score, Central State 7 and Savannah State 3. Scoring went like this. Carlos Carter took off running, um, had a 35-yard fumble recovery, and it was uh, chairs made the extra point. It was seven to three, and then uh, and then uh, that was at 5:34 of the second quarter or first quarter. Then at 1:39 left, Lockhart, Kenneth Lockhart kicked a 34-yard field goal. At 340, uh, seven plays, 40 yards, 346. Seven to three is our score, and that's what way the, the half ended. For the, um, for Savannah State, um, the quarterback, Jaden Adams, he's carried the ball 10 times for 36 yards. He's lost 22. So, uh, a net of 14 yards. Uh, Shamarcus Poole, four carries, eight yards. And A.J. Brown, three carries, nine yards. Passing, uh, Adams is seven of 12 for 67 yards. He's been sacked twice. Receiving wide, Mitchell has three, three catches for 40 yards. And Walter Nelson has one catch for 19 yards. The uh, For the... Marauders, Zay Price carried, has carried the ball 10 times for 42 yards. Kendall Boney, 7 times for 24 yards, or I mean, take that back, 8 yards. And Jermaine uh, Coleman, 3 carries for 5 yards. Kendall Boney is 8 of 11 for 70 yards. He's been sacked 3 times. Brandon Brock has caught 4 passes for for 18 yards, T.J. Gregory, two catches for 39 yards, and Zay Price, one catch for seven yards, and Jeremiah Flores, one catch for six yards. First downs, um, Central State has seven to six for uh, Savannah State. The uh, Savannah State has carried eight time, 18 times for a net of 25 yards. Central State, 21 carries for 50 yards. Passing yards, 67 for uh, for, uh, for Savannah State, 70 for the Marauders. So total uh, total plays, uh, Savannah State had 30 plays for 92 yards. Central State, 32 plays for uh, or 32 yeah 32 plays for 120 yards. Um, possession time is pretty much even, 14.49 for the. 14:49 for Savannah State and 15:11 for the Marauders. Third down conversion. It's two of eight for Central uh, for uh, Savannah State. One of seven for the Marauders. Um, fumbles. They've lost two. Uh, Savannah State has lost two fumbles. One resulted in a touchdown. And Central State has three penalties for 35 yards. So. We're going to take a break. Be back with more after this timeout. You're listening to the Central State Marauders on the Gem City Sports Network. 
Hey, sports fans, you all know Don Brown. He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley and have met many of you somewhere along the line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGT-TV. Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, or equipment embroidery, or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. Become a donor and believer in the mission of Central State University. Help CSU thrive for years to come. To learn more, go to www.csubelievers.com. Our new funding website is safe, easy to use, and can be easily accessed from any mobile device. Visit www.csubelievers.com. Become a CSU believer today. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a Special Wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. And back here at McPherson Stadium on the campus of Central State University, we welcome you back to... It's homecoming 2023 as the Marauders and the Savannah State Tigers are now both on the field and uh, we're both, at, both back in out of their locker rooms. Now, Savannah State has not had a penalty yet today. Central State has had three for 35 yards. We got a celebrity in the in the booth today, and that's Tom Archdeacon. We got a celebrity in the booth. That's Tom Archdeacon. It was just named to the Walk of Fame here in Dayton. Congratulations, there, Arch. So the Marauders will be kicking off here to start the fourth or the third quarter. 
Once again, Kendall Bunny, 8 of 11 for uh, 70 yards. The only thing is, though, he's been sacked three times. So he's kind of won the quarterback competition right now, at least for today anyway. We'll talk about that and more on Thursday when we talk to the head coach of the Central State Marauders, Kevin Porter, 7 o'clock. Is the airtime having for you here on Radio One dot And if you can't catch it, then it'll be archived, and we'll have it on our website, gemcitysports.com, Just like we will have all the stuff from today. So we're just a few minutes away from getting uh, started here, or just a couple of seconds away from getting started here in the third quarter. Cloudy, overcast skies. Rain is on the way. They say rain's going to hit us about 5 o'clock, right as we're walking out of here. So, we got wet coming in. We're going to get wet coming out. But in between, it's been a dry day. A good crowd on hand here at McPherson Stadium, as it always is. The uh, tailgating is is second to none out here, you know. So, uh So the Marauders will kick off to start the second half. Jose Chairs will kick it off for the Marauders. So sit back and enjoy to the second half of today's Titanic struggle, as Marty Brenneman would say. 7-3 Marauders, a 35-yard fumble return by Carlos Carter. Gave the Marauders a 7-0 lead, and the Marauders will come back, or uh, Tigers will come back with a 34-yard field goal from Kenneth Lockhart. So, here we go. Back deep. A.J. Brown, and also... Who's on the other side there? Number 46, and that would be Evan Guyton for Savannah State. So here we go. We are underway in the second half, and I think we may have had an offside, but this kick is going to go out of bounds at the 10-yard line, so they're going to make it the 15-yard line. And the Tigers will get the ball first and 10 at their own 35-yard line. Just underway here in quarter number three. First downs, seven for the Marauders, six for Savannah State. Savannah State will have the ball first and ten at their own 35-yard line. Just underway here in quarter number three. Let's get in at quarterback is uh, Jaden Adams. Marcus Poole, sidecar left. So they're waiting on something here. First and ten for the... Here we go. As the ball's whistled into play. Hand off to Poole. Up the middle he goes. And he's going to be stopped there by Carter and crew. At the 36-yard line. Mm-hmm. 
Pickup of two, second down and eight from the 37-yard line. This band continues to play. They might get in trouble. <laughs> so here comes Savannah State up to the line of scrimmage. Man in motion. This time, quarterback going back to pass, and it's incomplete on the far side. Pass was intended for number 11 and Julie, Julian Roberts. So be third down and not eight at the 37-yard line of the Tigers. Central State held the uh, held them quite a few times. Defense has really stepped up here, and like I said in the uh, in a pregame, the schedule is pretty friendly for the Marauders. Here comes the pass is complete. To number 15 and Dennis Col or to Mickey Colbert, and that's good enough for a first down. First and ten for the Tigers at midfield. 13:40 or 13:46 remaining here in this third quarter. And off the pool pulls. Get some running room down to the 40, down to the 39-yard line. And we have a slow marauder getting up, or marauder getting up slowly, and that is uh, Dominic Davis. He's okay. Time called. So they're, they're going to tell the, they're telling the band they have to stop playing. They can play when we're on offense, but they can't play when they're on, uh, the Savannah State's on defense or offense. Here's a handoff to Poole. Mike White gets him from behind, and oh, he almost lost the ball. Dominic Davis was also in on the stop. No gain. Ball will be placed at the 39-yard line of Central State. Clock running with 12:30 remaining here, or no, 12:50 remaining here in the first uh, in the third quarter. That's one of the rules. You can, the band cannot be playing when the other team has the ball. So here come the Mara- or here come the Tigers up to the line of scrimmage. Adams in at quarterback in the gun with pool sidecar left. At Adams going to keep it himself going around the left side, and he's going to be thrown out of bounds at the 40-yard line by Dylan Purry. A penalty marker is down, holding against the Tigers. That'll march him back another 10 yards. 12:23 remaining here in quarter number three from McPherson Stadium on the campus of Central State University. 
one more home game left here in the 2023 20, season, and that'll be in two weeks against Lane College. So it'll be second down and about 20 from the 49-yard line. Adams in the gun with A.J. Brown next to him on the left side. This time Adams going back to pass, and he tries to break away, gets up to the 46-yard line. Brought down by Mike White. Pickup of four, second down, and 16. they got to get all the way to the 29-yard line of the Marauders. Clock running, 11.42, remaining here in this third quarter. 7-3, Marauders leading it. Marauders trying to break a four-game losing streak. Two receivers to the far side, two to the near side. Nobody in the backfield for Savannah State. Adams going back to pass. Fires across, and it's incomplete. And oh, I take it back, it is complete. I thought it was incomplete. It's up to the 30-yard line. It's short of the first down by a couple of feet. So it's fourth down. Ball placed at the 30. they got to get to the 29. Fourth and one. They're going to go for it. Down at the 30. Oh, yeah, definitely going to go for it. Savannah State trailing it 7-3. to three. Defense has been the name of the game here today. Here comes Adams. He's going to go out of bounds for a first down at the 22-yard line. So good enough for a first down, and that's second first down of the drive. 10-17 and counting here in quarter number three. Savannah State has had the ball. From the start. Here come the Tigers. Poole in the backfield. Adams says get over to the other side. Adams going to take it himself. It's to 20 and out of bounds at the 18. left here in this third quarter. The ball will be placed at the the 18-yard line. They're about five yards short of the first down. Make it second and four. Second and four for the Tigers as they are moving here to start the third quarter of play. This time, and we're going to have a we got an injured marauder on the ground. He's not moving. That is uh, Dominic Davis. He was injured earlier, got up, shook it off. Now he's down. He's not getting up this time. 9-11 to go here in quarter number three. 
Halftime activity still co- continuing after the game is over with. Everything is still going on over in uh, the parking lot. <laughs> and I tell you what, that's, if you want some good food, there's some good food being cooked over there right now. Near the cheerleaders in the background. We're going to take a quick break. Be back with more after this timeout. This is the Gem City Sports Network. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. Back here at McPherson Stadium, Dominic is walking off very gingerly, being helped by a couple of his teammates. So it'll be second down and four at the 19-yard line for Savannah State. Man coming in motion for the Tigers to the near side. Adams going back to pass. Fires over to the right side. Intercepted. Here come the Marauders. Picked off by Jaleel Lenore. So Lenore picks off the pass. Comes back to the 19-yard line. Make it the 20-yard line. Lenore, he's not too happy. So it'll be first and ten for the Marauders. They, they stop the drive. So Kendall Boney and crew coming back out. With 8.52 remaining here in this third quarter. This is their first attempt, This is their first uh, possession of the second half. Jeremiah Flores up to the far side. Boney miscommunications, and he goes down at the 21-yard line. No gain. It'll be second down and 10. I don't know if the turf is still wet from the rain that we had overnight. But it was raining as I was coming in. This time Brock and Flores over to the far side. Gregory to the near side. Price in the backfield. Casdina not dressed today. There's a good snap. Hand off to Price. Up the middle he comes. Gets up to about the 24-yard line. Pick up a four second or three second or no, they're going to get to the to the 25. Third down and six from that point. So right now, the star of the game is Carlos Carter. And now, we got a new quarterback in there, and that is a, uh, Alec Lewis. 
Let's see if he, yeah, that's Boney trying to take the ball. Boney's going to pass and try to get it to Brock. And it was a little flea flicker, and it'll be fourth down. It went over the head of Brock and out of bounds. So a little flea flicker. 7.28 remaining here in the third quarter. Going back deep for the Tigers is A.J. Brown. And penalty marker comes flying in from the side judge. False start against the false start against the Marauders. Seven twenty-eight remaining here in this third quarter. Jose Chairs will boot it away. Brown standing at about his own thirty-eight yard line. Brown has the wind kind of behind his back. Here's a good snap. Kick is away. And Jose Chairs gets the Academy Award. Ball's downed at the 47-yard line. Chairs thought he was run into, but he was not. So it'll be first and 10 for the Tigers at their own 47-yard line with 7.23 remaining here in the third quarter. A lot of the people from the far side, they've decided to take off, I think. So here come the Tigers. 7.23 remaining here in the third quarter. Central State leading it 7-3. Three receivers, or two receivers over to the, yeah, three receivers over to the far side. Nobody in the backfield for the, now Brown comes back, sidecar right. Adams going back to pass, dumps it off to Brown. Brown to the 45, down to the 40, and out of bounds. And the penalty marker down at the 49-yard line of Central State. A holding call against Savannah State. It'll mark it back to the 41-yard line from the spot of the foul. So it'll be first and 15, or first and 16, I should say, at the 41-yard line. Two receivers to either side. Brown in the backfield, sidecar left to Adams. Adams going back to pass. He's going to take off and run with it now. And he's out of bounds at about the 50-yard line. Picks up about eight. Going to mark the ball at the Savannah State 49-yard line. Clock still continues to run at 8. 6.30. And a whistle. And what do we have here? Penalty marker uh, down on the field once again. Savannah State has yet to have a penalty. Or no, they've had one penalty against them today. Then the officials are all conversing at about the 45-yard line of the Savannah State Tigers. And Coach Nathan Pickard 
will let us know what it is here in just a minute. Kevin Porter out near that the uh, numbers. And Central State's known to chirp a little bit and get penalties. So here's the here's Pickard. So number sixty from the from Savannah State. And that is Dominic Kellings has been tossed from the game. What was the what was the penalty? Spitting? He spit in another guy's face. And now he's been ejected from the game. That was a dead ball penalty, a personal foul, and Kellings has been tossed. <coughs> And he could be suspended for the next game, too. <clears throat> now, that's one of those stupid penalties that could have been avoided. So here come it's the 15-yard mark-off against the Tigers all the way back to the 34-yard line. And they've got to go all the way up to the Central State 43. Second down and about 25, it looks like. So here come the Tigers. Adams going back to pass. White just misses him. They fires downfield, and it's incomplete over the head of the outstretched arm of Brett Carr. Show a sportsmanship by Central State's Chaz Hunter. Helps him up. So it'll be third down. Now the band, they've got to quit playing again. If not, Central State could be given a penalty. And here we go again. Time is called. The band is delay of game against Savannah State. The band hasn't stopped playing. Because they the Savannah State's as the offense is on the offense. And now Nathan Pickard's coming over to talk to Kevin Porter. Porter's going over to talk to the band director to have them stop playing. Then they're not stopping. Now they've stopped. Now they're just now they're now the officials are discussing something at about the thirty-one yard line. 
that could be a penalty, right? Yeah, this could be a penalty against Central. Come on, they got us. So here, here we go. Central State, the band's still playing. Now, now it's the band across the way that's playing. Here's Adams going back to pass. Fires it over the middle to Brown. Brown slips at the 36-yard line. Fourth down now for the Tigers, and they'll boot it away with five minutes to go, or 5.52 to go. So now they now they're stopping. I think <laughs> the band across the way. I don't know who it is. They're in blue and gold. There's a kick coming down to the end over end kick, and it's going to take a Savannah State roll down to the 20, down to the 19 yard line. That's where it's going to stop. I'm trying to see who that is. Panther marching band. I can tell. So it'll be first and ten for the Marauders at their own 19-yard line. Kendall Boney and crew coming back out. So the band will play it after the game. I can guarantee you that. Boney in the gun. Hands off to Price. Price up the middle. Going to pick up about five yards, maybe. All the way up to the 24-yard line. Pick up a five-second down and five, five minutes to go here in the third quarter. That could be a penalty if the band is playing at the uh, and the other team is, has the ball. Like, for example... If Savannah State has the ball, the band has to be quiet. They've already been warned once. Boney gets a snap, hands off, fakes a handoff to Price, take, keeps it himself. He's going to be brought down from the in the backfield. He's going to be sacked. And it's going to be placed at the 30 or 23-yard line. So a loss of one. Third and seven. So, Boney in the gun. Gets a snap, fakes the handoff, goes back to pass, and he's going to be sacked back at the 15-yard line. Sacked by number 98, and that is uh, William Jones. So the Marauders went the wrong way. Is now fourth down. Fourth down and 
about 12 from the 17-yard line. Chairs will boot it away. Clock continues to run with 3.23 left in this quarter. A.J. Brown standing at about his own 38-yard line. Chairs has the wind behind him a little bit. Good snap. Kick is away. It's a line drive, and Brown's going to let it roll. And it's going to be downed at the Savannah State 41-yard line. We're going to take a timeout back after this. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics, including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics, including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. And back here at McPherson Stadium. Three minutes left here in this third quarter. Adams hands off, or fakes the handoff. Now he passes going to his left and over the head of Deshaun Mitchell. Be second down and 10. Ball placed at the 42 yard line of the Savannah State Tigers. 255 remaining here in this third quarter. 7 to 3. The Marauders lead it. They both teams scored in the first quarter. Carlos Carter took a 35 yard fumble recovery back to the house. Chairs made the extra point. And it was 7 to nothing. And then Lockhart kicked a 34-yard field goal. There's a handoff to Poole. Poole's got some running room to the 50, to the 45, down to the 43-yard line. Stopped on the play by Devin Buskin, Jr. So it's going to be good enough for another first down for the Savannah State Tigers as the clock continues to run with 2.30 to go here in this third quarter. 7 to 3 is our score. Central State leading it. Two receivers going over to the far side in Carr and Colbert. Low snap, handoff to uh, Poole. Poole's not going to go anywhere, maybe a yard at, at most. Two oh five left, and they're going to mark it at the 41-yard line. Pickup of two. So it'll be second down and eight. Ball resting at the 41-yard line for the Tigers. That'll be at the Marauder 41. Receiver coming over to the near side. One to the far side. Pool in the backfield. Or no, that's A.J. Brown in the backfield. Going over to the far side is Colbert. They pass the ball. It's batted down by White. So, third down, Mike White gets his big hands on that. So, here come the Tigers up the line of scrimmage. Three receivers to the far side. 
One to the near side and Brent Carr. Here's Adams going back to pass and he's brought down behind from behind by Mike White once again. This time it's back into Savannah State territory back at the 48 yard line. And it's going to be fourth down and very long. With a buck 20 left to go in this third quarter, 7 to 3 Marauders and they'll get the ball back. Going back deep for the Marauders is Jose or um, Jeremiah Flores. Starting to cloud up a little bit too. One minute to go here in the third quarter. Lockhart will boot it away. Good snap. Nice spiral coming down, and it's going to go out of bounds. Or no. It's going to be down. Looks like at about the four-yard line. 48.4 seconds left in this third quarter. So it'll be fourth down, or it'll be first and ten. They're going to mark the ball at the five-yard line, or no, at the ten-yard line. So Kendall Boney and crew coming back out. Zay Price, sidecar left, two receivers to the far side, one to the near side. Handoff to a fake handoff. Boney's going to keep it himself. He's going to pick up about six yards up to the 16-yard line. So probably they'll have to get one more play off before the end of the third quarter. Nobody has scored since the first quarter. So Gregory to the near side. Brock and Flores to the far side with Zay Price. Sidecar right. They get a they got fifteen seconds left. Sixteen on the play clock or on the clock. Boney gets the snap. He's going to hand off to Price. Price is going to get up to about the 19-yard line, and a penalty marker comes flying in with 2.4 seconds left. Penalty marker down. So, face mask against the... Tigers is going to give the the Marauders a first down. Their first of the half. 2.4 seconds left, and that's going to do it. Clock is running, and that's going to do it. Your score at the end of three quarters of play. Central State 7 and Savannah State 3. Back after this, you're listening to Central State Marauder Football here on the Gem City Sports Network. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. 
And back here at McPherson Stadium, next week the Marauders will be down in Atlanta to take on the Panthers of Clark Atlanta. And then uh, two weeks from today, they'll be back home for the final game of the regular season here at home. They'll take on the Lane Dragons. So far, Kendall Boney is 8 of 12. And he, uh, Price has carried the ball 13 times for 54 yards. Boney, 11 carries for a net of 8 because he's lost some. So, here we go. Fourth quarter underway. First and ten for the Marauders at their own 34-yard line. Boney gets a snap. Hands off to Price. He's No, he's going to keep it himself. Goes over to the left side. Gotten some running room. She's to the 45 to 50. Out of bounds at the Savannah State 48-7-yard line. So he picks up a chunk of change there. They're going to mark him out a bounce at the 47-yard line. Just underway here in quarter number four. So first and ten for the Marauders at the Savannah State 47-yard line. Boney in the gun. Boney fakes the handoff. Fires downfield. He's got Gregory open down at the 17-yard line. And they say it's incomplete. So it'll be second down and 10. Ball resting at the 47-yard line. Now coming into the game for the first time today is number 25 and Jeremiah Clark. Or Jeremy Clark. Price, sidecar right to Boney. Hand off to Price. Price goes up the middle. He's going to pick up five down to the 42-yard line. Clock can't run fast enough for the Marauders. They lead it seven to three. Third down and seven. Or make it six. At the 42-yard line. Play clock, plenty of time on that. 15 seconds now as the Marauders looking over to the near side to get to play. Clock down to six now. Boney gets a snap, hands off to shuttle pass to Kennebrew. Kennebrew gets up to the 37-yard line, close to the first down, but it's short of the first down. Aaron Kennebrew, one of three Kennebrew brothers. So it'll be fourth and one at the 38-yard line. Marauders going to go for it. Got Brock and Flores to the near side. Gregory to the far side with Price sidecar right to Boney. Kennebrew went into motion. Now he decides to come back. Good snap. Price has, or there's a fly, uh, pass to Flores. He was wide open. Touchdown, Marauders. 
A 38-yard pass. Boney to Flores. That is a winning combination right there. Chairs in for the extra point. Kick is up, and it is good. So, with 12.45 remaining here in the fourth quarter, it's the Central State Marauders 14 and the Savannah State Tigers 3. So, the Marauders take a, an 11-point lead with 12.45 left here in this fourth quarter. And like I said earlier, the, the uh, schedule ahead for the Marauders is a favorable one, favorable one for them because all of them combined are 2-16. Clark Atlanta is 0-6, Lane 1-5, Kentucky State 1-5. Because she threw out the records for Kentucky State. Back deep for the Tigers is number 32 in Joseph Hampton and number 16 in, I guess it's Keyshawn Brown or Christian Burks. Don't know which one's back there. They got two numbers, 16s. There's the ball coming down to Hampton on the far side. He picks it up at the 90s to the 15 to the 20, 25 coming up near side and gets all the way up to the 35 yard line. So that'll be first and 10 for the Tigers at their own 35 yard line with 12.40 left here in this fourth quarter. And here the band starts playing again. So it'll be first and 10 for the Tigers at their own 35-yard line with 12.40 remaining here in this third quarter, or fourth quarter. Next week, it will be the Kevin Porter Show, 7 o'clock Thursday night right here on Radio1.gmc Sports. We'll talk about this game. And running back not getting very far, gets uh, maybe a yard. Mike White right there. Bringing him down. And that was uh, Poole. Pickup of two, second and eight. Ball be placed at the 37-yard line. Second and eight. Clock running with 12-12 to go here in the fourth quarter. Central State leading at 14-3. Man going in motion for, for Savannah State. Adams going to take it himself to the 40-45 and goes down at the 50. Lenore was right there to meet him. It's going to be another first down for Savannah State. First downs, that was the 11th first down for the for Savannah State. Central State has eight. Pool sidecar left, or right. It's going to get the handoff. 
Goes over to the right side, has some running room to the 45 and out of bounds at about the 41 of Central State. So it's going to be second down and two at the 43-yard line of Central State. Here come the Tigers up to the line of scrimmage. And off to pull once again. He's got some running room up to the or down to the 36, 36-yard line. That's good enough for another first down. Ten thirty-seven remaining here in this. Fourth quarter, first and ten, ball placed at the 36-yard line of the Marauders. Here come the Tigers up to the line of scrimmage once again. This time, A.J. Brown is in the backfield for the Tigers. Man coming in motion. It's going to hand off to Brown. Brown off right tackle. Gets down to about the 31-yard line. A pickup is five. They're going to mark him down at the 39 or 34-yard line. So he's only going to pick up two. Second down and eight, ball placed at the 34-yard line. 9.50 remaining here in this fourth quarter. Central State leading it 14-3. The handoff once again, this time to Brown. Brown... Pick up uh, maybe two more. Third down and six. Daniels in on the stop for the Marauders. I'm going to skies out to the northwest of, or northeast of us. I don't think that's going to come and hit us. we got to worry about what's coming up from behind us. They said there's going to be some rain after 5 o'clock today, so we got plenty of time yet. Now a new player in for the Tigers. A fumble picked up by the Marauders. That was that was Carter once again. He saw nothing but green grass, but the ball was downed at the forty or the thirty-six yard line. Carter wanted a second second uh, touchdown today. They're going to mark it at the thirty-six fourth and ten. New player in the game was uh, Quavian Bell. He's back in, or no, Zaire Williams is in there running back, and time is called. Time is, no, uh, time was called, and we're going to take a timeout too. With 8.12 left in this fourth quarter. 14-3, 14-3, Central State. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. 
8-13 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Savannah State has the ball fourth and ten at their own 36, or at the Central State 36-yard line, and they're going to go for it. Adams in the gun with Williams in the backfield. Adams going back to pass, looking downfield, fires downfield, and it's it's incomplete. And the Marauders are going to take over first and ten at the 36-yard line. They're on 36. So great effort on behalf of the behalf of the Marauders. 8.04 left in this fourth quarter. Central State has it. Now all they have to do is just kind of milk the clock a little bit. So two receivers to the far side, one to the near side. Price in the backfield. Price is going to get the ball. Up the middle he comes. Going to get all the way up to about the 42 or 41 yard line. Pick up a five, second and five. Second and five. Central State all the way up to the ball very quickly. Try to making it a game that's going to try and go out of reach. Here come the Marauders. Boney in the gun. Boney fakes. Oh, nice pickup by Price. And pass all the way down. Caught by number 25 for the Marauders. And Jeremy Clark. It's going to be another first down for the Marauders. Clark was wide open. He caught it and went down right away. On the scoreboard it says, nice catch. You're dang on right, it was a nice catch. Boney will hand off to Price. Price cuts up the middle. And he's going to get down to the 20-yard line. A pickup of five, second down and five. Six thirty-five remaining in this one. Central Strait trying to break a four-game losing streak. Now into the game comes uh, Coleman. Boney gets a snap, hands off to Coleman. Coleman up the middle. He's going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage or at the 20-yard line. Pickup of one. Stopping him is Anthony Gaskin. Be third down at the 20. Third and 20. Or, I mean, third and four. Now they say third and six. Now Kennebrew is in at running back. Kennebrew gets a handoff, goes left side. He's to the 20, to the 15, first down. Down to the 11-yard line. Another first down for the Marauders. 
Kennebrew out. Price in. Nope, Kennebrew's not going out. Price is coming out. He's going to stay in there. Also coming back in, coming into the game is Tyree Weeks. Tyrese Weeks. He's in the slot to the right. Two receivers to the near side. One to the far side. Kennebrew in the backfield. Hand off to Kennebrew. And he goes down at the 12-yard line. No gain. Second and 10. Kennebrew came down hard. At a Louisville, Kentucky. Clock running with 4.17 left. Central State scores on this one. They, they'll probably ice it. Ambulance out there on the on the road with the lights on, but they're not going anywhere. Boney going to take it himself down to the 10, down to the 5, and down to about the 3-yard line. He might have a first down. No, nope. going to mark it a little short. So it'll be third down and a, a yard. Ball will be placed at the three-yard line. Boney in the gun. He's going to take it himself. Goes up the middle, and he's not going to get... He may have got the first down. Not the touchdown, but he may have got the first down. Maybe that was the objective. So they did not get this. Yes, they did. They got the first down. First and goal for the Marauders with 2.49 left in this one. Touchdown would ice it. It hasn't been iced already. This time, Kennebrew in the backfield next to Boney. Time called by Central State. We're going to take a quick timeout. Back after this, your score, Central State 14 and Savannah State 3 back after this. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Marauder football has been brought to you by Profiler Performance Products, by Central State University, for God, for Central, for State, by McAfee Heating and Air, by Profiler Inc., by the USO, by by a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton and Southwest Ohio, and the Gem City Sports Network. So here we go. First and goal, ball placed at the two-yard line. 
Boney's going to keep it handoff to Kennebrew. Kennebrew waltzes into the end zone for a touchdown. So with 2.27 left, Central State ices this one. So chairs then to attempt the extra point. There's a kick. It is up, and it is through the uprights, and it is now 21-3. to So it'll be a good homecoming for Central State today. So, 227 left. situation going. Here's a kick coming down to the far side. Picked up. And he's to the 10 to the 20. 25. And out of bounds is number 32 in Hampton. So we got 222 left in this one. Central State's going to win this one. They lead it 21 to 3. So the band starts playing again. While the sent by while Savannah State has the ball, they could get a penalty here. So here comes Adams once again. Adams going back to pass, looking downfield. He's going to run with it. Fires downfield. Has a man open. And Brett Carr for first down into Marauder territory down to the 45-yard line. It'd be first and 10. Two minutes left here in this one. Central State's going to improve to two and five or two and four on the year. Adams going to take it himself and out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. That's going to be good enough for another first down. First and 10 at the 35. A touchdown now means nothing. So they are down by 20 or about 
18 points. So, Adams going back to pass in the pocket, dumps it off to the far side, and going out of bounds. That is uh, Colbert. The band won't be playing it at the end of this game. So they're going to get in trouble now. They're still playing. Well, the Savannah State hasn't, and they're right in front of them. Adams back to pass. Fires over to the right side. Has a man open again. And Carr. Carr gets all the way down to the 14-yard line. It's going to be another first down for the for the Tigers. They're not quitting. If they score, you can bank on a onside kick. First and 10. Ball placed at the 15-yard line. Adams going back to pass. Now flushed out of the pocket. Sends it over to Brown. Brown goes out of bounds at the 13-yard line with 117 left in this fourth quarter. So the band keeps playing, and there's an announcement going on saying that the people have to leave right away. Once again, Adams in the gun. Adams back to pass, looking down into the end zone. He's going to be sacked again by Mike White. White in from behind, and what do we... One sixteen left. Time is called. So the band's on the far side. They're getting ready to take off. Central State Band continues to play. (laughs) So we'll be back on the air with Central State Marauder football again in two weeks from today, 1 o'clock. 12.30 is the air time. And uh, it'll be senior day. Where we will be broadcasting from, I don't know. But we will be broadcasting. Here come the Marauders. Savannah State out there already. So they are taking somebody out on a stretcher on the far side. Here comes Adams. Adams rolling to his right now. Fires up and catch was made by Colbert. And in on the stop was uh, Daniels, Abraham Daniels. Clock running, less than a minute to go. Adams going back to pass. He's got some running room. He's going to go 
down to the one-yard line. And they say he's a touchdown. So a 13-yard run by Adams. And I believe it might be raining now, too. So it'll be first, it'll be uh, 21 to 10, or 21 to 9, if... Kick it up, and it is good. So Lockhart makes it now 21 to 10. It makes it 21-10. Marauders with 41.1 seconds left. So the fourth quarter has been uh, very busy. Rain is coming down now here at the stadium. Have the stats for you right after this is over with. Once again, the scoring goes like this. In the first quarter, uh, Car- Carlos Cor- Carter picked up a thirty-five or picked up a fumble and ran it thirty-five yards. Chairs made the extra point. It was seven nothing. Marauders with five thirty-four left in this in the first quarter, and then with a minute thirty-nine left, Lockhart kicked a 34 yard field goal. Now, rain is coming down. It looks like, and everybody's leaving, which they are supposed to be doing. Here's an onside kick, and it's going to be picked up. Here comes Quick. Who is that? That is Wash. Gets all the way down to the 10-yard line, and he and he falls down at the 10. He would have had a touchdown, but the turf monster got him. So it'll be first and 10 at the 11-yard line with 34 and a half seconds left. So... So an ambulance is leaving. They have somebody inside there, so they took off right away. So it'll be first and ten for the Marauders at their at the Savannah State 11-yard line, and I would say that Kendall Boney's just going to take a knee. Boney in the gun, two receivers to the near side, two to the far side. Boney's going to take a knee, and that's going to do it for today's game. Your final score, Central State 21 and Savannah State 10. We're going to be back with the stats right after this timeout. You're listening to Central State Marauder Football here on the Gem City Sports Network. Hey, sports fans, you all know Don Brown. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz 
to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn. Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. We're going to have the album monitor here in just a minute. I won't be up here. Oh, you won't, where you going to be at? I don't know yet. Okay. You like me, you won't. Well, I usually run the clock, I know. Okay. They'll have this whole area here. <laughs> Your final score, 21 to 10, and the Marauders are coming over for the alma mater. We'll have that for you here also. As they are shaking hands with the Savannah State Tigers. Everybody was told to exit to the south. So here is the alma mater for Central State University as they are coming over. The Marauders are coming over here. That's a band from the other side. Two bands from the other side. They're gonna if they're gonna be here, they're gonna play. That's for sure. Well, I take that back. They are not going to have the alma mater like they usually do. Both teams are exiting the stadium as directed. So, here are the stats. Uh, first downs. Savannah State had 16 to 13 for. Central State, rushing yards, uh, rushes and yards. Savannah State, 38 carries, 113 yards. Central State, 39 carries, 111 yards. Passing yards, 154 for the Marauders, 145 for the, uh, or no, 154 for uh, Savannah State, 145 for the Marauders. The, the, uh, Adams was 16 of 27 with an interception for 154 yards. He's sacked four times. I know at least twice by uh, Mike White. Um, and Kendall Boney was 11 of 16 for 145 yards and a TD. He was sacked five times. The uh, see Mike White had four sacks. Start of the game right there. Four sacks by Mike White. Um, so individually, Zay Price, 16 carries, 69 yards. Kendall Boney, 14 carries for 38 yards. Uh, Aaron Kennebrew, uh, three carries, nine yards, and a touchdown. And Jermaine Coleman, uh, four carries, six yards. Boney, once again, 11 of 16 for 145 yards and a TD. Brandon Brock, four catches, 18 yards. J- Jeremiah Flores, two catches, 45, uh, 44 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, T.J. Gregory, two catches, 39 yards. Jeremy Clark, one catch for 33 yards. So, that's going to do it for us here at 
McPherson Stadium for this week. We will be back in two weeks when the Lane Dragons come calling. Kickoff set for 1 o'clock. We'll be on the air at 12.30 with all the play-by-play action of Central State Marauder football. Today's game will be up on our website shortly after this is over with. So thank you for tuning in here on the Gem City Sports Network. We are your source for sports here in the Miami Valley. Gem City Sports Network. So this is Doug Brown saying so long. We'll talk to you in two weeks. And we'll actually we'll talk to you on Thursday night with the uh, with the Kevin Porter show. Seven o'clock right here on Radio One Gemcitysports.com. Till then this is Doug Brown saying so long. Good night or good afternoon from Central State University. You've been listening to the Gem City Sports coverage of Central State Marauder Football. Today's game has been brought to you by Central State University. For God, for Central, for State. By Profiler Performance Products. By Don Brown Sports Apparel. A big league look for a minor league price. By McAfee Heating and Air. Any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwest Ohio. By the USO. And by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Join us next time for all the exciting action of Central State Marauder football right here on the Gem City Sports Network.